Hello there, listeners. His name is Aaron, and he wears his socks inside out. And his name's Tommy, and he's got a gun! <laughs> this is the Superpod Saga! Welcome, everyone, to the Superpod Saga. But Aaron and I are not alone today. We've also got a special guest, Jared, from the Play Along podcast. Hi, Jared. Welcome to the show. Tell everyone about you, about the podcast, and j- just talk as long as you want. Socks inside out? I mean, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little weird, dog. And the gun? Uh, no, seriously, thanks for having me, guys. I, re- I really appreciate being on. Yeah, I'm Jared from Play Along podcast. Uh, what we do on our show is essentially we are a book club for video games. What we'll do is Ooh. myself and my other two co-hosts each take turns kind of choosing a game. We'll then break that game down into individual sections and then they come together each week and kind of recant the narrative, talk about gameplay. We'll go through each of those sections specifically. And at the end, we kind of do a wrap up. And if at the end of the experience, if it's something that we would recommend to you guys, the listeners right now, I don't know when this comes out, but we are currently playing through a game called As Dusk Falls, which is a narrative experience where our our choices give us different outcomes. And it's really interesting when we do those games because all three of us can get different outcomes. And it makes for an interesting uh, interesting experience, for sure. I that's love that idea as a podcast because that's something I would love to do if I had enough video game knowledgeable friends to do that with. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's like my biggest video game knowledgeable friend. Hey, we're not that we're not that knowledgeable either. We just play a game and it, it is game good or is game bad. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> That's good. If, good. Good. Game good. good. <laughs> and then that's just the end of the podcast. It's just two seconds long. If if you are a first time listener to the Super Pod Saga, what our podcast is that you're listening to right now is Aaron and I and Jared today. We bring mm. a different video game topic to the table and discuss everything there is to discuss about it. We're on a quest to discuss every video game topic. And where can people find like our social medias and stuff, Aaron? I always. <laughs> That's fine. We've got a lot of them. Some of them I, I sometimes forget exist, and I apologize, everybody. But Same. yeah, so Twitter's our main one at Superpod Saga. All of our socials are honestly at Superpod Saga. So it's yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Tumblr. Uh, we also have Patreon now that I just made the other day after <gasps> spending two hours Hell uh, yeah. money. deliberating on what the tiers should be. <laughs> and, my eyes really hurt afterwards, but if you're listening to this, definitely just check it out. Just do me a favor and check it out, please. Just it's, find it on our in our link tree, which the link to that is is kind of weird, but you can go to superpodsaga.com. That's right. We bought the domain for that shit. Oh, damn. Yep. <laughs> and then there's a donations section and our Patreon is there, or you can just give us like a small tip through PayPal if you'd like. Any small bit helps, but... Or- we're also starting to write things too. Like you can go to the website Ooh. and read stuff that we write. It's not. It's not just a website for giving us money. Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's really you, cool. You, I, I need to check that out. I need yeah, to write more. Page, baby. Um. But yes. So that's where you can find us. That's what the show's about. Today's topic was picked by me in honor of. I think I picked this a few weeks ago when I was still high on. Uh, pokemon violet but we're going to discuss every oh no are you not high on it anymore <laughs> i'm not high on it anymore oh no <laughs> we're gonna discuss every mainline pokemon game and not like a mm. just like what's good what's bad about them and then we're gonna pick our six favorites or your team whatever however you want to pick like six from each generation because 
everyone always has their different favorites. And I, I just love seeing everyone's like love for oh, yeah. individual Pokemon. Does that sound good, Sweet. everyone? Hell yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. talk about some Pokemons. Okay, so the first Pokemon game, as you may remember, games, for at least us Americans, was Pokemon Red and Blue. Which one did you have, if if you did? Jared, you can go first if you like, since you're our guest. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I mean, it, it was a while ago. I, I played these games when they came out. And yeah. in my kid brain, I think about it. Yeah, exactly. I probably went red because it was like, oh, red is like the is like the cool color. And I was like, I probably 100% with Pokemon Red. <laughs> that's how I pick things, too, is just, this is a cool color. Yeah, what well, color is cool, and that's the one I'm going to pick. By the way, audience, I apologize if you hear any small noises coming from us. My, my one-year-old is sitting with me, and he's watching videos on his tablet. But I just thought I'd get that out of the way. But um, he'll chime in every now and then to give uh, his yeah. Pokemon of each generation as well. Sometimes he'll give a good oh or uh oh. Uh oh, you decided though. Uh oh, uh oh. Ooh, you liked Scarlet and Violet. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Your favorite Pokemon is Metapod. Uh oh. <laughs> I I don't think I ever had red or blue because I mean my my family didn't have the most money in the world, so I didn't get a. I think my first Pokemon game was Yellow. But I remember um, my cousins had blue, and I, uh, I was I remember checking out all their Pokemon on there. And my my cousin's favorite at the time was Magmar, and he would just decimate ebbs, everything with Magmar, and pretty sweet. I had see, I'm gonna break right away because I had yellow. Yellow was my first one. Mm -hmm. I got the the special Pikachu Game Boy. Oh, nice! And it came That's what I should have said yellow. since my first was yellow. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I it was a trick question because I wanted I wanted to sound <laughs> special and be like I had yellow. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yellow's interesting too because yellow was like obviously the set up the trend of the third installation yeah. in the games but yellow was also like the gym leaders were harder like your starter was different it was really different than the first two experiences yeah, which is interesting and your pikachu followed you around yeah, yeah. which they like couldn't that's where figure the out how obsession started <laughs> yeah exactly and you could you could talk to him and he'd give you a little do a little image pop-up of his face and he hated you at first or if you let him get his ass kicked too many times, he'd be like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. It's just sad. And you, just try, uh, yeah. you. you try putting a thunderstone on him and he slaps it away. Like, so cool. Anyways, uh, what, what did you guys like about the first games or not like about the first games? Oh, man. I, again, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to like, tough. <laughs> view this in the perspective of like small Jared playing it as a kid. Um, goo, 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 goo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it, i just loved the i guess sense of adventure that i had yeah. with it it's really weird to look back at those uh, game boy games and, and try to uh, piece together the semblance of adventure because it doesn't seem like it because it's, it feels so outdated for today's technology but at least for the time aaron i was kind of the same as you like my family would have a ton of money so i actually was always kind of like a generation or two behind mm -hmm. so by the time i had like pokemon people were already like in their nintendo 64 playing stadium and stuff like that too but yeah the, i was at the same time also watching the anime so i think that 100 percent helped because i was watching the show and then playing the game and catching those creatures that i thought was interesting and exciting so yeah i think just the sense of adventure that it gave me was it was so much fun that's a hundred percent when I was thinking back on yellow, what like I had the yeah. same thought. It was like you can go like town to town and over these routes and, and there's tons of people. It just felt like this giant huge world. Yeah. Well before like before that, like all of my gaming experience was things like Super Mario World and Donkey Kong Country, which those the things have like 
a big world, but it's like a world map that you go from like thing to thing. This was something that you could like walk through in its totality and you can go to these towns, you can go back to other towns, which felt very open compared to other things I'd experienced. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I never actually finished Pokemon Yellow. I got, I got, I never beat the Elite Four and and then I got gold before I could. But I actually have, if it's okay with everyone, I have a, a story relevant Ooh, yes, to Pokemon anecdotes. Yellow. Yes, so back in early elementary school i brought my pokemon yellow to school did i i don't know if i already told this story in the podcast but it's like never been more relevant than right now and <laughs> now it's really it. relevant I, podcast. I, I, go for it. I lent it to a friend of ours matt r aaron oh <laughs> no i know over recess yeah. and i came back recess was over so i went to get it back and he walks up to me and he's crying and I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, I saved over your game. I tried getting back to where you oh, were. Oh, no. And so then I started the crying, too. Spin. <laughs> we were both just standing there crying. <laughs> Spoilers, uh, cover cover your child's ear, Aaron. When I got okay. home, I told my mom, I'm never playing this again because I, it's it's too hard to get back. And she's like, well, we spent money on this for you. And I was like, but you, it came from Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how i learned santa wasn't real <laughs> oh, oh no, no two heartbreaks in one day <laughs> yeah, oh jesus day. oh man but i did go back to playing it because i felt bad and I, I played it more but yeah just that sense of adventure from pokemon and just catching these different creatures and like becoming attached yeah. to them that stuck with me forever yeah 100 percent. i know then... that that matt will never listen to our podcast so it's this same friend by the way borrowed my final fantasy 7 and scratched the second disc to absolute oh, hell. Oh, so he's notorious for this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and and he also borrowed my copy of the original Resident Evil on PS1, and he fucking gave it to his friend. Just gave it to him. Not this wow. son of a bitch just gave this other kid my game. But we're not talking up. We're talking about Pokemon. I'm sorry. That's, yes, uh, yes. Sorry for the time. Did you, did you have anything else you wanted to add about the first gen games, Aaron? Oh, we got to. Yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's going what? wild. Oh, yeah. My thing with it is that it was there wasn't a whole lot of like big adventure games on the Game Boy because a lot of the games yeah, were like yeah. linear, you know, two D platformers. Like there was Castlevanias mm. and Mario's and Wario's and shit like that. Um, the most you ever got was like like a Zelda or something like that. Yeah. So with Pokemon, it was cool to just you could just go out in the world and you could catch all these different creatures you come across, and mm -hmm. and it was cool that you could give them nicknames and stuff because I don't. For for my kid brain, that was really cool because I would name him after I would just name him after like friends and like pets and shit. So I had a bunch named like mittens yeah. and after my friends at the <laughs> time. <laughs> I can only imagine the dumb shit that I named my Pokemon. I don't know, like I I usually don't name him too much now. So I was I'm curious if I did back in the day. I don't know. I don't I've remember. I've never been a naming person, not in any of the games. I oh. I name my Pokemon when I do Nuzlocke. That's like my mm. my stipulation yes. is that's usually when I end up naming them because that's kind of part of the part of the game. <laughs> so, so, sorry. Aaron, you no, you, no, I was I was gonna say that's awesome. But yeah, uh, oh. go ahead. Um, okay, so let's get to our six, our, our top six. Uh, we'll oh. rotate, but since Jared is the guest, he may go first. You can say like a little bit about each one or why you picked it if you want. Go wild. Oh, man. So or if you can't even come ones. up with six, because I know for some gens I was struggling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, I'm just going to go like, like, like gut reaction, first one that came into my head. And it actually popped up for the first time again in Scarlet and Violet. But Venomoth. I love Venomoth. Venomoth is Ooh. such a cool Pokemon. 
And correct me if I'm wrong, because my Pokemon knowledge is not super vast. Oh, I will. I, okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> Venomoth was only in Gen 1 and didn't show up again until Scarlet and Violet. Am I, is that correct? I don't know. Well, they're in there. <laughs> okay, cool. They're in gold and silver, I imagine. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know I, I don't know why. Venomoth always stood out to me. I really love Venomoth's design. I think it's just like it's it's simple, just like a cool moth Pokemon, you know. They were all simpler back then, which I appreciate. Yeah, they get kinda complicated <laughs> now. Ooh, ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna interject for just a second though, but I, I go for it. it. It really it it physically pains me when people are like, Oh, Pokemon are just they're getting more and more generic as the series goes on, but generic. then there's all sorts of little generically named little pieces of shit sprinkled throughout <laughs> Generation One, like <laughs> like a, a fucking seal named Seal. There's a goddamn Dugon named Dugon. Oh yeah, see that's like, that's what I don't like. People are always like people will get to Gen Five, trust me. But uh, people are like, oh, ice cream Pokemon, a uh, garbage. I'm like, one of the Pokemon's literally just a magnet. One of their Pokemon is the Pokeball, just yeah. flipped upside down. How is that? How is that not created? It's a little rat yeah. evolves into a big rat. Yeah, <laughs> or fucking or, uh, Meowth evolving into a cow. Maybe that's maybe that's different, I guess. But yeah, I, I, it pains me when people say that. But sorry for interjecting. You may go. You you may proceed. Am I doing all my six right now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Uh, Venomoth. I think another one that stood out again. Going back to Jared's like kid brain. Yeah. Arcanine. Goo goo goo. Goo goo. Oh, I yeah, looked at Arcanine, Arcanine and I was like, goo 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 goo. I want that. Uh. Well, Arcanine's amazing. I mean, cool design, cool Pokemon. Yeah. Amazing. Let's see. Uh, I got Charizard. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Everyone being that. a kid and seeing this dragon, there was no possible way I was choosing either of the other two. Like, I was like, I'm getting Pokemon Red because Red's the cool color, and I'm going to pick the dragon because the dragon's cool. Hell that was yeah. literally that was my that was all my smooth brain can handle at that point, <laughs> which is that. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. Okay. Those three. Uh, Marowak. I think Marowak's like Ooh. unappreciated. I love Marowak. Marowak's also a good Pokemon too. Like it's pretty strong. Yeah. Okay. What's that? That's four. That's four. Okay. Let's do. I really liked Electabuzz because of the anime mm. and because of its like cry in the anime. I remember like oh, yeah. it's incredibly I... ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! I wish, I, I wish my ten year old were here because he and I. We'll like sometimes go back and forth. We'll be like, like the board. Yeah. Like, do the thunder punch like? animation. Yeah, it's wild. He sounds crazy. And like the the episode he shows up in is like this weird like like karate dojo episode where the scyther yep. and this electabuzz mm-hmm. are going at it, and the like. There's a ketchup bottle that makes them get angry for some reason. <laughs> get up, electabuzz! <laughs> His trainer. That sounds. was a great impression. Wow, good job. That sounded just like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid again watching Pokemon on Saturday morning. Oh, uh, and the last one I'll do is I really liked, I'll go a, a legendary. I love Zapdos. I think Zapdos is still my mm-hmm. favorite out of the three. I just, I don't know. I think that as a kid too, like the angular designs and like everything being pointed, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I really liked electric types too back then. There wasn't a ton in this generation, but I really like was drawn towards electric types. But yeah, those are my, those are my six. Good picks. Good picks. Aaron, you go next. Okay, I'm gonna go for I. So when I I made my teams beforehand, but I I left I forgot That's to smart. do legendaries. I don't usually put legendaries in my parties because I'm Ooh, like, eh, we're different. Yeah, probably usually different. I would go through the elite four with because, but I'll, I'll add legendaries later on. So first one, a Venusaur because I just I like mm. Venusaur. Nice, don't, yes. Please don't crucify no, me. No, I'm like, a Bulbasaur. Oh, Venusaur's guy. great. I love him, and especially his uh, Mega Toad. Evolution is really cool. 
He's a dual uh, type, which is yeah. super cool for that. Yeah, the only starter that was dual type. And then we get the primate. I I just really like primate's design. He's cool. He's and he, he it's cool to imagine him just like punching and kicking shit to death. And it's, I, I love <laughs> <Yeah>. primate. <laughs> As you go through these, I think that, like, I had a lot of, like, my favorites came from the anime. Because every time you say a Pokemon, I think, like you said, Primate, yes. I think of the episode. Where That's the Primate or some shit like yep. that, yes. And then Kingler, I, yeah, I like Kingler. He's cool because he's the only one that can learn cra Crab Hammer and, and shit like yeah. that. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Well, now he's not the only one. But back then, yeah, Flareon because she, there there weren't very many fire types in the, uh, oh, really the Gen the 1. Yeah, but... Larion's my favorite of the evolutions because her fur just looks like it's flames and shit. And then Magneton. Say what you want about the magnets. I I, I really love Magneton. Um, no, it, and then, it, in its in its simplicity, it is yeah. it is perfection. Yeah, and they're just little magnets slapped together, just shocking you and all just, that. And... Show oh, then... three Magnemites together, and they they evolve. Exactly, and then in the games they they get. Well, probably not every game, but some games they can levitate, so it completely mm -hmm. negates Ooh, one yes. entire weakness. weakness. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we get to Gengar, who is quite possibly oh, yeah. my favorite Pokemon oh, ever. Gengar, that's you. Such a good one. Oh my gosh, yes, Gengar. So I love him so much. Got a tattoo of him on my arm, and uh, that's my my team. Excellent. I, I need I need to know what is your thoughts on Gengar's shiny. <laughs> it's just a different shade of purple, isn't he? Like barely. It's barely noticeable. It's so, so it, it's so disappointing because his mega shiny is so cool, being all yeah, white. Yeah, it's all white. Yes. Yeah, I really I wish. Know, I don't understand shiny how before. they decide those things, but they need to do better sometimes. Well, I mean, again, Scarlet and Violet has awful shinies. There's some good ones, but I would say there's more bad than good in Scarlet and Violet. Nothing, nothing beats what is it? Shiny Obstagoon. Nothing beats Shiny Obstagoon because oh, he's the all red, the red and white. Yeah, and he reminds me of like of uh like toothpaste. Like, uh, what's the one toothpaste? Brand? That has like <laughs> yeah. the white and red like and blue. Colgate. Yeah, or like uh, that's a great like name for your obstacles. Call them Colgate. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> I I apologize. I can't connect with you two on the anime front because I never I didn't get the channel, so I haven't. I don't know if I've ever oh. watched a Pokemon. We'll do a for you. Wild, right? Yeah, I'll okay. watch more Pokemon for you. Okay, that, perfect. Yeah. I hope you have a Jigglypuff because I do a killer Jigglypuff or Squirtle. You could just do <laughs> <Squirtle>. it. <laughs> yeah. I also love this because my six are completely different than both of your six. Doesn't oh, that, hell yeah. There you go. Doesn't that say something special about Pokemon? Yeah, it does. Yeah, dude. Okay. You can so all find your favorite. My six. First is Pikachu because it was my first one, and he had such mm -hmm. a little attitude, and I love just traveling around mm -hmm. with him. Classic, um, classic. And mm -hmm. then Graveler. Because he's a big, Ooh. big, tough rock guy that just crushes things with his rocks. Not um, Golem? With and, four and arms, too. Four arms, yeah. And Doug Trio was my version of Magneton because it's just three diglets shoved together. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then and then my last three are like the, the cool ones because they were cool. Scyther. Such yep. a cool, I, had, I had a little toy Very Scyther cool. that I loved. Loved to death. Um, Very cool. Gyarados. Super cool. Mm -hmm. Everybody and, loves Gary. And then uh, <laughs> Kabutops, Scyther's cool cousin. Ooh, I forgot about the fossils. Oh, Kabutops oh, is great. I was obsessed with dinosaurs and paleontology, so you can bet I was in love with the fossil. Puzzle. Also, you, you get you give a fossil two giant swords on his arms, and you're like, yeah. this is just a win. Like, there's, there's no losing here. And he starts off Ooh. as just like a little round guy, and you're like, oh, hello. And then he evolves into Kabutops, and you're like, oh, someone grew oh, up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one for you guys. Who is your favorite of the three legendary birds? I'll go first. Articuno. I love Articuno. And Zapdos. Zapdos. Man, is my and I would pick Moltres. 
Oh, <laughs> wow. Look at us. Man, oh, this, man. Is, this is off to a great start. I'm sure we're going to agree on everything going forward. Yeah, yeah, there will be never any disagreements ever. We're I'm, friends. I actually know one gen that I know Aaron and I completely disagree on, so it's great that you're here to be the tiebreaker. Okay, okay, I'm yeah. curious. But next, we get to Gen 2, gold and silver. Uh, Aaron, yes. it's, it's your turn to go first. Which did you have, and what did you like and not like about it? So I'll, I'll do what I liked and didn't like first. I, I like that it's uh, they added a lot, like a lot, yeah. a lot. Yes, so much. They added the I forget what is the phone thing called? It's like Poke Edge or some shit. I think it's just called. Uh, I think it Poke is just Watch. called phone here. Yeah. Phone. They added that little phone so that you could uh, what is it? You could call people. You could listen to the radio, which didn't ever really do a lot because it yeah. was just text. <laughs> you could listen to like radio <laughs> cool. shows. It felt real. Text. It yeah. had like little music jingles that would play on certain stations, yeah. which was cool. And then it was cool that uh, the the unknown ruins were really cool because they had those yeah, little like, puzzles you could solve out. on the walls. I don't think there's anything I didn't like about that generation, really. Mm. No, there's, there's nothing I didn't like. They were they were great. I I have them on my on my 3ds still, and like sometimes I'll go back to I I, I like silver because I think Lugia is awesome, and I'll go back to silver. Mm. But yeah, gold. It's it's my turn now. That's how the rotation is working. And <laughs> it is my turn now. I'm gonna say, <laughs> man, did it be his turn? <laughs> <laughs> I had Pokemon Gold, and that was the first Pokemon game where, like, my brain could actually understand things. And yeah, yeah. so I was obsessed with it. I played that so, so much. I got all my team to level 100. I just oh wow did, like, yeah, just a complete obsession. They had a day-night cycle. You could breed oh, yeah. your Pokemon, which didn't mean anything yep. to me back then except breeding. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Oh man, and and there was the whole second area where you could get eight more gym badges. Oh yes, where you could go I back. Which they haven't. How do they do that on the Game Boy Color? But the technology. I'll I'll, man. I'll, t I'll tell you how when we get into my my opinions. <laughs> and and yeah, I just I I loved everything about that game. It was it was so so incredible. Oh, your turn, Jared. Okay, this is one that I won't be as positive <gasps> with as the Ooh. last two. Uh, so I, I love mic. Gen. <laughs> cut him out! Cut him out! Uh, I love Gen two. I actually started with Crystal. I didn't play mm. the the first yeah, two. I yeah. played Crystal, which was the third in the series that had the cool Suicune thing that always happened in there. Um, I think the Pokemon designs are really cool. Being able to fight all eight gyms and then literally go back to the previous game you played and do that all in a new kind of context. So cool. Super interesting for sure. Yeah. In doing that, I think that created a lot of pacing issues yeah. for Gen 2. Like you'll finish the Elite Four with like low 40s, it's... low to high 40s, which is which is interesting. Which I mean, they have to account for because you're doing eight more gyms. Totally get it. My biggest pet peeve with this is before the Elite Four, the Pokemon distribution is just you'll be going in Victory Road and still running into Zubats and still running into the <laughs> same Pokemon that you ran into in the first route. And that's my biggest problem is it doesn't seem like there's an interesting diversity of Pokemon as you go through those games. That's Doing fair. them randomized or having like, like once you finish the Elite Four and you get access to the national decks and you kind of have access to all the Gen 1 Pokemon as well. But I wish there was more diversity in the Pokemon that showed up throughout the game. But other than that, I loved Gen 2. Like, I could literally, when you were just talking about, like, the radio, I can hear the Goldenrod uh, station, Goldenrod City station radio, like, in my head as we were going about that. Because the music is so good in this game. 
That was my favorite I, feature in Heart Gold was you find the thing that changes yeah. all the things to old sounds and old music. I was like, this was made for me. Yeah, I and then, like, your rival, too, just being, like, uh, I mean, we had Blue in, in, or Gary or whatever in, in the first games, but th- this character really felt like he was, like, a rival. Oh, yeah, yeah the little asshole kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Did you guys ever I, – I see this all the time on, like, hardest bosses of any video game list, and I always see that the one mm-hmm. chick who had the mill tank and shit like that, yeah. I, I don't remember ever having problems with it. Maybe I because struggled I'm, with her. I don't. I think I struggled with her too. It, it, also, like playing this for the first time, my my conception and idea of like typings and weaknesses and resistances and immunities weren't probably a thing. I was yeah. My my, my Pokemon had like Fire Blast, Earthquake, Hyper Beam, oh, yeah. and like those were my moves. Yeah, yeah. same same. <laughs> I remember I remember thinking that uh, that when any move mentioned special attack, whether it lowered it or whatever, I always thought that special attack was like your Pokemon's favorite move, so I always thought like Charizard's, Charizard's special attack was Fire Blast or something, and I'll be like, yeah, that's a special Use move. Use your favorite move, go. buddy. That's <laughs> hilarious. Also, I, I just want to say, for name pronunciations, no judgment, because I didn't watch the anime, so I never got Ooh. to hear them. Like, when you said Suicune, as, I, as a kid, I always pronounced it Suicune. So. That's exact. That's exactly... Uh... That's exactly how I did it. I mean, I, I, I listened to another Pokemon podcast and they call it Suakune. Oh, like, that's fun. <laughs> uh, hmm. I had the, uh, from the, hmm. Aaron here, he bought the, uh, the Pokedex book thing from the book fair every single year. Yeah. And yes, the same. Pokedex thing always had the pronunciation thing like a dictionary and they pronounced it Suicune. So let me, let me challenge this other Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge anybody. <laughs> After ever. I said no judgment, you're like, I challenge him. I challenge you, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, Shoot, man. There was something else I had, but it's gone now. But that's okay. Uh, did we'll either of you, I'm curious if you did this as a as a kid growing up, did either of you fight Red on the top of Mount yes. Silver? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. That was that's, uh, what a wild fight. What a wild fight challenging the protagonist of your previous game. I didn't get that. I didn't, I didn't understand that at the time. I was like, why isn't this dude talking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remembered. No, wait. No, it's gone. <laughs> I hate it. when that happens. Damn it. I'm sure it'll come back an hour from now. Um, I look at the end of the episode or after we're done recording. You're just going to scream it into the yeah, air. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyone have anything last they want to say before we get to our six? No, I think that's it. Okay. Oh, I'm good. Aaron, your turn. What are your six? Okay. All right. So I, I used to think that I was more of a grass type trainer guy, but uh, in recent years, I've learned that I like all of them. So the. <laughs> I like I, this is really hard choice, but Typhlosion is the one I would start. Yep. Or well, mm, cynical yep. Typhlosion, but yep. Typhlosion is just cool, dude. Flame Wheel and all that shit. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Politoed is one of my favorite Pokemon ever. So even my water type, yeah. Oh my gosh! And then Zatu, because he's cool. Little Totem Psychic Bird. Psychic Flying, yeah, that's a fun combo back then. Yeah, also then, psychic psychic is just devastating and well i guess they yeah. introduced dark in this generation which made it kind of problematic but psychic was still kind of a powerhouse in these early gens Ooh, and then and then heracross bug fighting that's oh, so good. he was super cool oh yeah to headbutt a tree to get him i think yep. yep yep that is right um and then and then everybody's favorite tyranitar dude dark rock or dark yes. ground yeah. I forget. rock dark rock yeah he's cool and then and then <laughs> And then Porygon too. I just I love <laughs> all the Porygons. Porygon. They're all awesome. <laughs> the, yep. the, the, mo- the most anticipated sequel, Porygon two. 
<laughs> if I had to pick a legendary, I'd probably uh, I don't know which dog I like more though, but I guess or cat I don't know. I guess I'd go with probably oh. Entei. Oh my gosh, running into those things randomly as a kid was terrifying. So awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my six, Meganium. I I picked my boy uh, mm-hmm. Chikorita when I first did, and boy, Ooh. playing this as an older person, the Meganium doesn't learn any good moves. It's yeah, last... yeah, that's all. That's also like hard mode in the beginning. Yeah, the first gym yeah, because really his first gym's gym. flying type. Ooh, yeah, his, his last damaging move, I'm pretty sure, is body slam, which is uh-huh. bizarre. I also have Tyranitar. Guess which little kid fell in love with the dark type when they introduced, and I was like, oh, they're so cool. They're dark type. So Tyranitar <laughs> being a dinosaur, kind of, because of the Tyranitar. Yeah. Oh, it was just made for me. And then uh, Umbreon, because, again, it's a it's a dark, dark. type evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crobat. Uh, that guy was so Ooh, fast. Crobat. I oh, love so Crobat. Fast. Crobat is such a good Pokemon. He is cool. I forgot about that. And I had Ampharos. Which mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. just a big beefy sheep that could shock my things. my co-host Kai. He the Ampharos is his favorite Pokemon. Every yeah, time we play through a game, he always uses an Ampharos. <laughs> no matter what game, Ampharos. <laughs> no matter what, not in the game, put it in the game, Ampharos. <laughs> Make him one of the cover Pokemon. Yeah, and then my last pick was Ho Oh. I, I love that was my favorite Ooh, legendary. Nice. Weird name, but it was, it's yeah, just so... really cool having a big giant bird on the screen. A big fire bird too. That was really cool about it. Well, that's cool. I again, we're gonna go through this. A lot of mine weren't picked by either of you, Woo. which is cool. My Ooh, starter, okay. I deviated from the fire. I actually did Totodile because I thought a water crocodile was super cool. Also, Frogator is cheeked up in these games. You yeah, see he is. Them cheeks. It's so bizarre. So, <laughs> it's so was weird. My, that was my second choice for, t- yeah. for starter. I, like, I love Totodile and I love Cyndaquil, but mm-hmm. I love Hyplosion as a last form way more. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to just give for Alligator just a dump truck. I, I, I don't know. Um, Disney Pixar mom ass. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was obsessed with the other type introduced in this gen, which was Steel. Mm, um, yeah. I really, Scizor is my favorite Pokemon. I love Scizor yep. and its design. Yep. I think that it's shiny is really cool because it references kind of the the beta version of Scyther because Scyther's evolution used to be green before they changed it to red, which I thought was really cool. That's why uh, Scizor is shiny is green instead of being red. Steelix, a lot of Pokemon from Gen 1 got evolutions in this game, which I thought was cool that, you know, we can... we can get introduced to new pokemon but pokemon that we already know could also get new evolutions which gen 2 kind of introduced that concept so steelix as well is at three i really liked i don't know why i loved hitmontop i thought it was just like a goofy pokemon (laughs) and i thought he was so his his, uh evolution tyrogue and evolving that this depending on the stat that's how it evolved into either him on lee him on uh chan or him on top i thought was such an interesting concept Gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I love Noctowl. I think yeah. he's a he's just a normal type. He's not anything crazy. He gets access to psychic type moves. Should be normal psychic. But I think he's just a cool Pokemon. Noctowl he is, is cool. he's an owl. He's a cool owl. He's a cool um, owl. The first owl, actually. Yeah, that is. I, have you had an owl Pokemon since Hoot Hoot Noctowl? Uh no, I don't think so, actually. I don't think so either. Interesting. But for me, out of the the legendary dogs, uh, my electric thing continued, and I love I love Raikou. Sweet Suicune is is so close second because of the movie, because I watched the Pokemon movies as well as a child. I, oh my god! Yeah, 
I remembered from before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I typed it down so I wouldn't forget, too. Um, <laughs> smart, going, smart. Going back to the rival from from the rival, when he first introduced himself and he, like, pushes you over and he's like, my name is oh, yeah. question mark, question mark, question mark. And he goes on. And then when I got back to the thing, he was like, oh, he told you his name? What was it? And I was like, it's question mark, question mark, question mark. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand at the time you were supposed to You were supposed to give him a name. Yeah. So that's what his name I was always called him like I always called him like some kind of profanity or something. Like. Dude, absolutely. He was always shithead for me. <laughs> yeah, shithead exactly. Or like or like poopy or something. <laughs> I don't know if I realized it while playing through it, but just in, in lore in general, it's really cool that he's Giovanni's son. That's like that's pretty crazy. Oh. Didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah, he's Giovanni's son. That's cool. That is cool. Also Team Rocket coming back in the story and like Giovanni being there at the end is a is a cool is a cool story too. Yes, yes. I agree. Okay, Ruby and Sapphire, Game Boy Advance time now. We're on, we're Wait, on to advance. Yeah, we're game. moving up. We're moving up, okay. up in the world now. Um, unfortunately, uh, I around I was getting older and getting mm. more afraid of people's judgment, so I pretended not to care about Pokemon. I didn't play mm. Sapphire or Ruby for a few years after, but I did get around to it. But I didn't like it as much as Gold and Silver. They got rid of the day night cycle, which was insane to me, and I. Just didn't didn't really connect with the new Pokemon as much as I did with Gold and Silver, which is tough too because, like I said, I was obsessed yeah. with Gold, but I mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of memories of it, unfortunately. Uh, so that's that's basically all I've got to say about <laughs> it. That's it. Well, I'll compensate with that because Gen Three is probably my favorite generation Ooh, and the one that I remember boy. the most. I, I I this is probably very pivotal. I think I was probably in middle school when I was playing through this. So I think mm -hmm. I was in a very it was a similar situation where I was getting into that time where like people were thinking this wasn't cool and they were growing out of it. Just like just like like habits. Like maybe they played games as a kid, but those were like kid things. But I still obsessively played in in private, even if I didn't tell anybody about mm -hmm. it. But. Man, I love Ruby and Sapphire. I think I actually played Emerald first. That was my first introduction to Gen 3 was Emerald, the, the third version of this. Nice. But such a huge graphical overhaul from Gen 2. Like the Game Boy Advance and that like pixel style for it was incredible. The music, still to this day, those fucking trumpets. Sorry, I don't know if I can curse or not. But <laughs> those can. trumpets. Yeah. Curse cool. as much as you want, dude. Jesus Christ, I care. love that. I love the soundtrack in Emerald <laughs> so much. It's so good. Um, this was the first generation of, and we'll get into Pokemon too, but the starters are all bangers in my opinion. I think they're yep. all fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of maybe something I didn't like about Gen 3. Your I rival mean, in wasn't really a rival for the first time. They're kind of more of a companion. Yeah, this this kind of starts setting up this theme of your your rival still being kind of like like a companion and a competitor. Like they still encourage and they still they, they, we we didn't get the question mark question mark question mark yeah. of Gen two kind of rival in <laughs> in this going forward. But no, I I really loved uh, Gen three. Yeah, dude, Gen 3 was absolutely my favorite. Unlike you guys, I was, uh, there's no hope for me. I was a nerd all he throughout was. school, man. I can, I, just... I can vouch for that. Yep. I know, I was, I was a closet nerd, but I was still a nerd at heart. Dude, I was <laughs> full-blown, like, I don't give a shit. I played my Game Boy with Pokemon at school. People would ask me, like, what's your favorite Pokemon, Aaron? And I'd say whatever my favorite was at the time. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck, man. But <laughs> Good oh, on Gen you. Was my favorite. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, looking back, I wish I could have been like that, but I was too yeah, concerned. Yeah, same. Being cool but uh, I wasn't, I, I, 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, to my own detriment, I was like, I'm not going to tell anybody about Pokemon because I want to be cool. Wasn't cool in general, though. So yeah. that didn't really help my, my case there. <laughs> that was my thing, too. Like, like I, I have, like, not everybody likes me, but welcome. Yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> I started with, yeah, I started with Sapphire. And mm. what I really liked, I, all the towns were super duper unique in that game because a oh, lot of the yeah. towns in, like, in uh, the first couple of generations where they were just towns and like that was pretty much it with the exception of maybe like the the ice town with the red gyarados lake but mm, yeah. there, there was that one town in gen 3 where like all the they were all tree houses on top of these big like tropical oh, trees tree. yeah and then yeah then there was slateport city with the big old like uh, freight shipyard and, and then there was that one town that's in that big ass crater that's that was super you had to use dive to get to it and everything that was super mm, cool yeah um, then yeah, like like Jared said, HM the music overload. was yeah. The, the I I still hate the HM system, but um, yeah, like Jared said, the music is just banging. Like the one for Slateport City, where it's like that was really cool. Do you like, have Do you have a favorite? I'd say it's it's either Slateport City or I'd probably have to take a look at the rest of the soundtrack again. I can't think of any yeah. others, but. Sleepport City is the one that really, really stands out. The it really most. stands out. Yeah, yeah. That, oh. that one. I think uh, Rustboro is a good one too, or like Petalburg, kind of those early cities. I kind of remember those very fondly. I forget which route it was, but it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna really shittily reenact this, but it's like. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I'll move on though. Um, <laughs> No, please oh, keep yeah. going. <laughs> when we talk, you do the abs- music. <laughs> yeah, you'll be the, the background music, music when we're describing our Pokemon. <laughs> Gen 3 is absolutely my favorite for sure. Nothing is ever... Uh, a couple of generations have come pretty close, but Gen 3 is for sure my favorite. Excellent. Um, let's move on to our six. It's my turn to go first. And like I said, I don't have a lot... It, this was the toughest one for me to even pick six. Oh wow, interesting. I I picked Swampert because that was my starter that mm-hmm. I picked. And he was he was a cool water ground type. That was that was super neat. That's I, cool. I mean, he didn't do good against grass, but he was still cool looking. Yeah. Uh, low Tad, goofy looking guy. Oh, uh, he's love, such a derp. I love little, him. Yeah, he's got six little legs. And he just has this <laughs> stone face. It has no emotion. I love Low Tad to this day. <sighs> the only one I remember from my team is Braylon, and he's oh Braylon's a good Pokemon. He's cool. It was a fighting grass, grass. grass, yeah, grass fighting type, which was super cool. So I, I still like Breloom to this day. Tropius doesn't get enough love. He's a, he's a big dinosaur with leaf wings and a banana beard, yep. which is fun. Yeah, how can you not love something with a banana beard? <laughs> Metagross, which yep. just steal. Oh, yeah. I guess I just really like the unique typings in this gen because he was a steel yeah. psychic, which was cool. And then I had uh, Kyogre because I had Sapphire. So that's that's what I did. Those are my six. Your turn, Jared. Yeah, I also went Swampert this generation, but this was the first time where I was like, I looked at Swampert, Sceptile, and Blaziken, and I was like, these are all amazing. Like, how yeah. am I supposed to choose? And like you said, cool. This is where it started mixing up typings, Blaziken being firefighting, Swampert being water, ground, and Sceptile. Oh, wait, Sceptile was just grass, right? I think he so. got left out in the cold. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He gets Grass Dragon with his um, Mega yeah, Evolution. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I went Swampert for this. I really like I really like Swellow. I think Swellow is oh, yeah. like it's a very Ooh, like yeah. basic design, but Seems I think cool, Swellow is a really cool Pokemon. Yeah. Fact. 
yeah, super fast too. Camera upped. I thought yeah. camera oh upped was really yeah. cool too, especially because like the because oh, in the Emerald storyline, you follow both Archie and Maxi, both Team Aqua and Team Magma. And Team Magma had a lot of camera up. They had a lot of Nummels. And I thought Nummel was just adorable, so I had that on my team. Um, Flygon, I mean, come yes. on. Like, Flygon yes. is just such a cool design. Interesting, like, Super lead cool. up with Trapinch, yeah. Brava, and then really. Flygon. Like, kind of hard to see the thought process going into there, but I think they're still all pretty cool, too. He's, he's one I can never remember the typing for off the top of my head because it could yeah, be anything. Me, <laughs> literally me neither i'm always like what yeah. i always think he's bug he's bug dragon be flying, because right? he looks like a bug <laughs> they, made it, they made it even weirder too because he's crown dragon but they gave him levitate like what the what? yeah okay. like, what oh sure why not okay All right. um i'll keep the dragons going and salamence i mean come on salamence is yeah. such a cool pokemon uh and then this is the generation which is interesting where they i feel like they introduced like 42 legendaries in this game there's yeah. so many legendary <laughs> pokemon in this game uh, and I think I'll go, one of my favorites has to be Latias again because mm -hmm. of the movie. I watched a lot of the Pokemon movies during this time, and I think that's where I grew a lot of fondness for certain Pokemon and Legendary specifically. I forget, is Latias is red, right? Latias is red, yeah, and Latios okay. is blue. Oh, Deoxys was this generation too. Yep. Jesus, there's so many Legendaries in Gen 3. <laughs> well, for mine, I, I really liked, I like Trico. Trico's really awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, also, I, I would anime always... made me love Trico. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he always has that little stick in his mouth. Like he's got a little cigarette or something. It's awesome. <laughs> don't smoke. Don't smoke, kids. I mean, the Trico that's makes just it that's just awesome, the but... uh, that's this kids WB censorship. It's like Sanji's uh, cigarette. Yeah, the lollipop, and, and, dude. Yeah, the lollipop. <laughs> fucking theme song. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Oh, no. We'll talk about that another time. I can't imagine being a kid and like having like his first Pokemon game is gonna be so far beyond. What you gotta start him in the beginning. You gotta hand him a Game Boy and hand him Pokemon Red, <laughs> and like, you're starting from the bottom. You and then, <laughs> you then he's suffer. gonna drop that Game Boy on his foot and break his fucking toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trico is is my favorite starter ever. He's yeah. just he's awesome. Oh, and then and then he learns Leaf Blade, which makes him even better because he's the only oh, one that can so learn cool. Leaf Blade. Mm -hmm. It's his signature move, right? At least in this yeah. at this time. Yeah, because like Blaze can gets Blaze Kick, Swampert mm -hmm. gets like Muddy Water, I think. Yeah, and then Metacham, I I really like Metacham, especially Mega Metacham, because oh, nice. he gets that sweet, sweet pure power uh, uh, ability oh, or whatever they call so the passive. strong, yeah. Yep, these are super cool. Agron, oh my god, dude, that big steel rock bastard is so fucking <laughs> awesome. Sharpedo, because come on, it's a fucking oh yeah, water shark. Shark, a shark. Dude. Yeah, how can you not like Sharpedo? He's so fast. He learns lots of like biting moves, like crunch and shit. Or I guess they they only had like crunch and shit back then. And then I also picked Camera Up because Camera Up is cool. Mm -hmm. And Dusclops, dude. Yeah. Oh, I forgot Dusclops. about Dusclops. I really like Dusclops. It's awesome. If I had to pick a legendary, I mean, I don't really know. I, I don't know. The Regis were all like the same. I guess Reg Ice is kind of cool because it's just like a big crystal bastard. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you... I can't I keep talking about the movies because that's what I... I watched the movies always when I was playing Pokemon. Uh, but in the movie with Lucario, which is interesting because Lucario is Gen 4, but the Reggies all make such weird noises. Like, their their cries in the anime are so weird. Oh, Jirachi is cool, too. I forgot about Jirachi. Oh, Jirachi. Again, look at that. So many legendaries mm -hmm. in Gen 3. Yeah, this is Jeez. where they started with, like, the kids want the legendaries. Pump them out. Yeah. I really How did you guys it... feel about... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. No, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, cut him off. I was, gonna... <laughs> I was gonna. I was How do you guys feel about the the remakes? Oris, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. 
I, I like those. I had a rough time with those. I mean, it, mm. it's probably not surprising, but I just, I don't, for whatever reason, I'm not sure if it was me playing it or, or what, but I just got over leveled way too fast. And so every yeah. single battle was just one move kill, one move kill. One it move was a cakewalk. Yeah. And I had no feelings towards the first one. So I, I don't even know if I finished it. Yeah, I, I, that's that's the trend. As I noticed that my cognitive child ability uh, increases somewhat, at least the games start being less and less challenging. Yep. And I think that, I think they're always the same amount of. I mean, there's some games that are harder than others. They're the same amount of challenging, but obviously we get older and those things become. We learn type weaknesses and we learn. Oh yeah, maybe using reflect is a good move <laughs> yeah. to to have on your team, not just earthquake, fire blast, hyper beam, horn drill. I think it was like around this time they started doing like the special distributions for the legendaries, so you can only yeah. get them from like yes. going to fucking Chicago to get some special <laughs> ticket, and then going to like New York or some shit to claim Jirachi because you couldn't normally get Jirachi in the games. You had to get the special fucking yeah. ticket in person and then do something in your no. You take your game with you. They would do something with it and then boom, you can go to a special yeah. clown to get Jirachi, but, like... Yeah, which, I mean, I guess, in, like, retrospect, it's like, oh, that's cool, it creates hype, it makes these, like, legendaries actually feel legendary, but if you think of, like, going forward, no one's gonna be able to get these legendaries. Like, I think most of the time, people have these legendaries, they're just hacked mm. in at some point, because all the Pokemon are in the code of the game, clearly, and if you yeah. know code, you could just pull them out of that in that way, but, yeah, the, the, the legendary distribution was really interesting this generation, for sure. Absolutely. Any last words before we move on? This is the generation that they also introduced like abilities and stuff like that, which which added just oh, another yeah. layer call. of competitiveness and oh. you know choosing certain Pokemon, like you said, um, Metacam getting pure power and all of that was a, just another cool addition that I liked. Agreed. Yes. All right, then it's DS time. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, we're out of colors, so we're going to materials now. <laughs> we, there's so no more colors, actually. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a fact. There's not enough colors for Pokemon games. No, no, they, they ran out. Jared, you are first. What are, what are your memories of Diamond and Pearl? So, again, this one was a big one. I have a lot of nostalgia for Gen 4. And, honestly, before BDSP, they were my favorite generation. I, I have similar... I think Gen 4 suffers similar issues as Gen 2 with its Pokemon distribution. Yeah. At, in the very beginning, I'm still running into Starlies and Star Arabias in like the Elite Four, which is which is not cool. There, I think there need to be more diversity of Pokemon that show up and more interesting Pokemon, which do show up later on, but I still feel like you're running into similar Pokemon going forward. And again, I think the problem was not having a uh, national dex until post-game. Mm-hmm. And having the the core game and the 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 main story just really revolving around the Pokemon of that generation, and not having kind of others from from the past generations. But I went with Pearl. This is when this is when the little hipster in me started to started to fester <laughs> because I was like, oh, everyone likes Diamond. I'm gonna get Pearl instead because I'm gonna get the one that nobody wants to play. Um, <laughs> I also like. I think Palkia is cool. I think. I think Palkia is probably my favorite out of the two. But this this game introduced a lot of interesting things for sure. The Pokecatch now being on like the DS, it had that yeah. that graphical style to it too. Uh, a a weirdly more complex, but if you look at it too deeply, it doesn't make any sense story with team Oh my gosh, Ooh, god. Yeah. Galactic? That sounds yes. right. That sounds right. <laughs> there's there's so many teams at this point. Team Galactic and wanting to like restart the universe yeah. for some reason. It's like Cyrus, what what are you doing, buddy? 
restart the universe? The, they just got so I, extreme, but the, the yes, they, they, they just got they, they really did every time. It was like Gen <laughs> One and Gen Two. They're like, oh, we're like a mafia organization, and we're gonna steal Pokemon because we want to make money and we want to have this like authority and everything. And then Gen Three is like. Oh, we all, want to take over the water. land and or flood the earth. And it's like, what? how is that going to benefit anybody? And now this one, they want to restart the universe. I'm like, okay, what's happening? I think my favorite out of this, I played Pearl. I started with Pearl, but Platinum is probably my favorite out of this generation. It added a lot of cool post-game stuff. And I think, mm, I don't remember if it helped with the with the Pokemon distribution. I think that it was pretty similar to the, the first two games. Aaron, your turn. Okay. I don't have any nostalgia for Gen 4. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I like the Pokemon designs for it, but it's it's probably my least favorite generation. Ooh, and that, that's a pretty hot take because I know a lot of people really love Gen 4 and yeah. hate a lot of the generations that I love. But but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Screw but, your opinions. My opinions exactly. matter. Yeah. I don't. Those games came out like after I graduated. And I remember playing them on a friend's DS Mm-hmm. a friend's copy of the game and on their ds and it was during a weird time in my life so i don't remember anything about them i know i haven't got played the remakes yet either so they were good but definitely not my favorite excellent excellent i i mm-hmm. also don't have i i my biggest memory is having to go through the mountain four times uh, or yes. something like that i hated that <laughs> yeah. i hated caves throughout everything and then for a game to be Ooh. like you're going to keep going through this mountain over and over again. I think this is the game that had the longest victory road. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, I liked all the, the – I, I like the DS in general just because I thought the touchscreen stuff mm-hmm. was cool. So getting to do touchscreen things, I always love doing. But I also don't have too many memories from it. That was – I think I played that mm-hmm. late high school, I want to say. And... The digging minigame was pretty cool. Oh, that. yeah, the yeah, whole underground thing and digging for fossils and getting gems and everything. That was That was an interesting mechanic. Another generation for me where all the starters were great. Yep. Uh, Empoleon, Infernape, Torterra. This was the first generation I went grass. I went Turtwig for this generation. I think Turtwig is adorable. Uh, Torterra just seemed really cool and intimidating. Again, also, the little hipster in me, everyone was like, oh, Infernape and Empoleon. I was pushes up my glasses. I'm like, <laughs> Torterra. <laughs> oh, and they actually gave him a, uh, they gave the grass type a dual starter this time, too. Yeah, or, being uh, grass and ground grass is really starter, cool. Yeah, grass starter dual type. Sorry. Yeah. Let's see, Pokemon, um, oh, Luxray. The whole yep. Luxray line, Shinx, Luxio, Luxray. So cool. So cool. Such, an, such an edgy Pokemon. Again, this is the time in my life where now I'm like, I'm like maybe late middle school or early high school and the edgelord in me is starting to come out. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yes, give me all the edgy Pokemon. I don't think I ever used one, but I really liked Cranidos and Rampardos. Yeah, good dinosaur Pokemon. I know they're not very good, but aesthetically, they have a really cool design to them. This generation also introduced a ton of evolutions from previous Pokemon. Like, I, I, yes, so many. I really loved Electivire. Electivire is probably my favorite out of that. It's hard because, like, Magmortar and Rhyperior, there's so many. Oh, Gliscor. Gliscor is another one that I really love. I like Bronzong. I think Bronzong mm-hmm. gets slept on, mm-hmm. but I, Bronzor and Bronzong, I think, are cool. And Steel Psychic is a cool typing, too. Yes. And similar to Generation 3, uh, Gen 4 continued the thousand legendaries that were introduced in this oh game. But let's see, what are my favorites? I'm going to say Palkia. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the, nope, I'm going to go Giratina. Giratina is extremely cooler yeah. than both of Palkia and Dialga. Hell yeah. Very cool design, very cool typing. Excellent. Right. Aaron, your turn. Okay, for my team, 
I picked Empoleon because I, I like the the steel or water steel mm. typing, and Empoleon just looks cool. He's just the he's a freaking penguin. <laughs> yeah, he's a metal penguin, dude. It's sweet as fuck. And then Luxray, because I mean it's yeah. Luxray, dude. If you're gonna pick any Pokemon from Gen Five or not Gen Five, sorry, Gen Four, you might as well have a Luxray. He looks so fucking cool. Mm. And then uh, and then I also picked Bronzong because yeah, dude, Steel Psychic, and he had Levitate. In later generations, he works really really well with with a Trick Room team. Which for those yep. that don't know, Trick Room makes it so fast <laughs> Pokemon. Or no, yeah, fast Pokemon are slow. Slow Pokemon are fast. <laughs> and then. And I picked Hippowdon because, or Hip, I don't know how you pronounce it, but yeah, he's just cool. Just a big hippo. I forgot Hippowdon was this generation. With his big dumb mouth opening up like. He feels like I a mean, Gen Hippopotas is super derpy. That's what I, I, I thought it was Gen 5, but it's 100% Gen 4. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's Gen 4. And then Toxicroak, dude. Yeah. Poison fighting. Oh, I forgot it. There's so many good Pokemon. There <laughs> is, right? I forgot about. <laughs> I, I was trying to pick just one poison type because Dorapian is cool, but. Mm-hmm. I picked Toxicroak, and then my last one is Carnivine because he's just super cool. Oh, wow. He's a little Venus flytrap guy. Oh, he's so cool. Has Carnivine gotten anything since then? No, no. Wow. Unfortunately, been... Carnivine has zero love. Wow, those are kind of rare these days. Yeah, his stats aren't the greatest either. <laughs> yeah, I can see Carnivine getting like a pre-evolution. Carnivine feels like it's like an evolution to something. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. My six. I, I also picked Empoleon. That water steel type was super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Staraptor was probably my favorite bird. Yes. Bra- or bird Pokemon. He's, he's definitely got the some attitude going on. We have our first consensus Pokemon because I picked Luxray as well. Damn right. Oh, there we go. Congrats Across the Luxray. board, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And then uh, I have Dusk Noir or however that's pronounced yeah. because oh. I think he just looks cooler than – like the first two are fine, but then he's like, hey – Look at me. <laughs> talk about talk about Edge Lord. I really like yeah. Dust Noir too because I played uh, Mystery Dungeon during this time too, Explorers uh, of Sky, and he has a big part in the story of Explorers of Sky. I really struggled with the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games. I could not figure them out as a child. Uh, they were complicated. Yeah, they were weird. And then uh, I picked Dialga for because I had Diamond nice. and Roar of Time was always super fun to use. And then uh, Darkrai, hey, a dark type legendary. Ooh. How can you not love dark, that? Darkrai is my second favorite of this generation. It was very close. I was almost put Darkrai as my in on my six. So that is. I, um, go on. Couldn't really pick. Well, I guess, I guess Shaman's Sky form is pretty cool because it's like a little baby deer. But I couldn't. Oh, Shaman's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really care for the other legendaries because like the Mesprit and all them, they're all the same. I don't give a goddamn. Palkia, like they're all right. He train is just dumb, but. <laughs> Yeah, Shaman's pretty cool. Yeah. Any any last words for Diamond and Pearl? No. Nope. Okay. And I, I don't know how these work in the thing. It's white and black next, but there's also white and black too. Are those? Correct. So I'm, we'll just combine them. We don't need to talk about yeah. them separately. So oh, they're, both, wanna... they're both Gen 5s. Yeah, they both come out yeah, after each other. Yeah. You want to do an ad break? Yeah. Yeah, actually, good call. After? Good call. Let's do an ad break. We'll be right back, everyone. Okay. Uh, this episode was was brought to you today by baby food everybody baby food gourmet baby food actually you know you you, you love your your cajun crab boiler pots yeah there's a baby here dude he's got a dinosaur you love your your cajun crab boiling pots we've got a baby food forum now people for those Louisiana babies uh tommy what do you think about cajun baby food i'm not a fan i don't like the spicy 
do, they, do you have a baby food for me? A baby? Wait. <laughs> do you have a yes, baby food for sense. baby spicy me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. In fact, it's uh, it's just it's matcha and pear. There you I, go for your delicate little baby palate. Aaron, I don't like matcha. It doesn't taste good to me. Is there a baby <laughs> food for me? I need a more baby food for this baby to have palate. I don't please. have an advanced palate. Well, do you like pears, Tommy? No, I don't like pears. Applesauce? I don't like apples, Aaron. I'm not even joking. Well, here's our, here's our new brand of flavorless baby food. Yes. Specifically for yes. Tommy here. No flavor. It'll come to you and uh, there's nothing. It tastes like nothing. It's flavorless it's like bush. Our scientists, finally, our, our food scientists have worked around the clock. Essentially taken applesauce but removed all the flavor from it. It's just flavorless mush. Here you Do you go, also Tommy. have a sensitive palate? Well, here is flavorless mush, the baby food. I can put it on that's it. potatoes. That's it. That's, that's the ad. The ad is for flavorless mush. Do you are you a child who doesn't like things, or or you just have a delicate palate? Or an adult that doesn't like things. <laughs> Try flavorless mush. Zero flavor, zero nutritional value, zero everything. It's right. it's awful, but try it. I can take it use to social situations. Use promo code SuperPodBros. I can take it to social off. situations and avoid the awkwardness of being like, no, pepperoni's too spicy. I brought my own meal. I have my own flavorless mush. Thank you. <laughs> And you, you know what? No matter where you go, flavorless mush has you covered because we'll, we'll have flavorless mush in all sorts of different forms. Like there's, there's flavorless all sorts mush. Of flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we have it in different like forms. Like there's a tube of meat, tube of flavorless mush meat. So you could have like you could the flavor is conceptual. Or... Like you got you gotta yeah. think about it. You gotta like it's yeah. it's meat flavored, but there's no like actual flavor there. You gotta think about the flavor. It's like tofu. It, it absorbs the flavor of whatever you're cooking it with. So you can slap it on top of pizza. Well, bam! You can put it in your, make it in with your mac and cheese. Oh, I guess, yeah, it'd be kind of cheesy, but imagination is the greatest flavor for people. That's yes. true. Oh my God, that's the slogan, everybody. Ima <laughs> your imagination is the flavor. Oh, thanks. Flavorless mush. <laughs> Available at a local Walmart near you. And we're back. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. We're... We were talking about Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2, the sequels to Black and yes. White. It is Aaron's turn to tell us everything that he liked and didn't like. This this was also at a, another pretty weird time in my life because, again, this is also on... This is, no, actually, this is on my, my brother's DS that he lent to me in his copy of the game. I remember the... Yeah, the I, a lot of people really hate the Pokemon in this generation, but I like them. I think they're pretty cool. Mm. I don't remember anything at all about the story. It was kind of forgettable <laughs> and i just but they put a focus on the story i know i don't remember anything at all about it <laughs> but i remember no i can't really say anything else that's like the pokemon and that's that's it excellent wonderful thank you for the insight um mm -hmm. it is my turn and let me tell you i started playing black and white or i i had white in college and this was my pokemon awake awakening I oh hell yeah! In, I thought you'd be like, and I didn't like you. No, I was in college now. I could reshape myself beyond high school Tommy, and I was basically the same, except I was more open about my love of Pokemon. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And I'm glad uh, brought you back. And and yeah, so I loved like my most played Pokemon was probably White Two. I maxed out the timer so that it stopped counting your time. Um, wow, that's crazy. Most of that was spent just doing trades. I was yep. obsessed with the trading system in that game. Like it was, I, I've talked about it before, but it, it at least for me playing it, like 
you couldn't talk to people. You couldn't say, like, give me this and I'll give you that. They only gave, like, little pre-emojis before emojis were even a thing. So everyone had, like, this weird little how to converse with each other using, like, four different <laughs> symbols. And I just – it was, it was like, this thing where you'd, you'd show, like, I got this. What do you got? And they'd show them what you got. And you'd be like, uh-uh, red X, red X, or a smiley face. And then you'd, like – I don't want that. Switch in the Whoa. offers, try and get good deals with people. I – I just spent so much time trading Pokemon and, and I, for the actual games. Yeah. I don't remember too much. <laughs> I just I, traded Pokemon. That's all I care. Yeah. I liked, I liked this. I, I thought the story was interesting though, where the, the guy was like, we shouldn't be having these things fight you guys. Like that's really yeah. messed up. They should be able to be free and on their own. And I was like, I mean, he's got kind of a point. It is kind of messed up. I mean, they have a point, but then they proceeded to battle us with Pokemon. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that kind of contradictory a little bit? Mm. <laughs> I didn't like that his name was N as well. I wanted to. to I wonder if that's like a translation thing. Like, I wonder what the the thought process was there. That's a good question. But yeah, I liked I liked Black and White and Black and White. What about you, well, Jared? For me, this is another one that I have nostalgia for too. Yeah. I played a lot of Pokemon. I enjoyed it. Uh, but this was probably late high school for me. I think so. But this was the first game that I bought day one. This is the first Pokemon game that I bought the day that it came out. Uh, I went to my local GameStop. And uh, unfortunately, Ooh. I decided to sell my copies of Pokemon Pearl and Pokemon Soul oh. Silver so I can get one copy of Pokemon White the day it came out. Yeah. I'm not proud of that one. Mistake we've all made, though. Yeah, yes. that back when you could actually do that at GameStop. I, I traded in so many games for other games. Oh, oh Sam. But, Damn. no, I played this the day it came out. I I really liked this game. I thought the Pokemon were really interesting, especially looking back in retrospect, all the, the designs I thought were, were unique. Uh, the story, interesting in, in its material that it tackles. Mm -hmm. The idea of Pokemon being liberated from people and kind of – and, and – and, seemingly being able to talk to our pokemon soul whether or not they like to hang out with us was <laughs> <laughs> was interesting uh team plasma plasma yeah this was team plasma and you know i'm trying to remember what they what their goal was and i honestly couldn't tell you did oh uh, another big thing we forgot to say about this one is this was the one where they were like no old pokemon when you play first time through only new yes. Pokemon, and I really like that. I it made everything feel super fresh, right? I, but but they did this well, where Gen two and Gen four didn't. They're like just old Pokemon in this generation. But as you go through, you run into so many interesting Pokemon. I remember in the Elite Four, I remember going through Victor Road is the first time you run into Heatmore and Durant and those two Pokemon in the Elite Four. But that's the first time you ever see them in the entire game is in that area. And that's interesting, having Pokemon that are secluded to specific areas, and as you go through more and more unique Pokemon show up, is how it should be done. And they did it well in Pokemon Black and White. This one also getting being the, the second game uh, after the originals to have a legitimate sequel going forward, because Black and White had a narrative, you got to see character development. There was characters that became gym leaders. There was gym leaders that became Elite Four members. There was, there was characters that showed up from previous games. The the champion changed. You got to see a world of Pokemon go through a time period, and the characters and the environments and the worlds change and adapt as that time goes on. I mean, you start in a completely different part of Unova 
in black and white too you're starting the whole like western side of the map where you're on like the eastern side in the original one and you go through and explore the the game in a completely different environment and lens for the first one and that, that idea is just so cool to see that we which we haven't seen since black and white and black and white too and sorry i i'm remembering things as you're talking about it even though it was my turn so I <laughs> the dream world did you guys ever do anything with the dream world i, I don't remember not. I remember oh, the dream man. world because you you, you get so introduced much. early on with the the girl and like the simi the simi monkeys and everything, but I didn't you, do anything with the dream. Oh, world. I did so much. You send your Pokemon to the internet, Aaron, and then you go onto a website on the internet, and you do it's like a almost like a miniature Animal Crossing where your Pokemon is has his own little house and do you remember you can this? do some gardening. What in the fuck? That sounds awesome. <laughs> I did this so much the... of that as well. This is the first generation that I like, not too much, but like baby dabbled and competitive because they had the battle subway in this game too, uh, where there was kind of these sort of pseudo competitive fights that you would do. Um, this also introduced weird battle typings like triple battles and yeah, rotation was, battles, oh, rotation. which oh, yeah, is wild. It's <laughs> yeah, such a weird great. concept. Um, All coming back. Yeah, I spent, I just exhausted everything you could do in black and white. Good times. And I, uh, you said something about how people don't like it. I think they're probably, as a group, my favorite designs of any gen. Yeah. I, I yeah. would say that I probably, like, early on subscribed to, like, Gen 5 being bad because it, I think it was, they, they decided to go a different route with how they designed the Pokemon. I think mm -hmm. that being different kind of put people off. We talked about Pokemon being complex and i think a lot of the designs of gen 5 pokemon are complex but looking back at those games now honestly gen 5 is some of my favorite pokemon designs yes, exactly Definitely. my thoughts exactly aaron yeah. what are your six uh my six so the starters were kind of weird i don't i like superiors superior so i like superior a lot because um i don't remember if you were able to get hidden abilities for starters in gen 5 or not but i know in later games his hidden abilities contrary oh contrary and, uh, being so cool leaf storm contrary yes exactly dude oh my god yeah that was super cool and he's just a grass snake i think that's pretty sweet and then snivy on his own is really cool mm -hmm. but then we go to fucking zeb striker it's just yeah an electric oh. zebra i love him dude he's just he's an electric, electric zebra. zebra how can you go wrong yeah and blitzel is adorable blitzel yeah. is adorable yeah and then Vanillux. Say what Ooh. you want about the ice cream cones being stupid uh, audience, but I, I like Vanillux. He's cool. He's a triple scoop ice cream. Or double, I guess <laughs> he's a double scoop, scoop, actually. But yeah, he's just an ice cream cone. We'll, we'll stick in there. But then we go to Seismitoad. I think he's really mm, neat. Yep. Scolipede is really cool. He's just a little rolled up like insect centipede guy. The rare intimidating bug type. Yeah, dude. And... And then probably my, my favorite from that generation is Darmanitan. I think he's just oh, yeah. he's super rad because like sometimes you can catch a or I guess I think that's his his hidden ability is the uh the Zen mode possibly mm -hmm. or but And he turns into a psychic type, right? Fire psychic? Yeah, fire psychic, which at the time had never been done. Yeah. But yeah, at, at first he's just he's Darumaka and Darumaka is a little cute little roundy boy and then Yeah, just hops back and forth. Then you get Darmanitan. And he's just this big blazing monkey fucker. And then um, if you caught a special one with Zen mode, his Zen form was kind of cool. Because he's just a little, uh, little I forget what the word is for it in Japanese. It's, it's like, I think it's just Darwin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um... oh like gosh, why am I blanking on this? I, I know what you're talking about for sure. 
and our is just sweet because like later oh yeah no yeah his, his main his main ability is is sheer force and when you slap a Ooh. fucking life orb on that guy normally a life orb audience normally a life orb takes away a little bit of health whenever you do a move but with sheer force it does not it gives them extra power and then the life orb also gives them extra power so his Whoa. moves would just do stupid amounts of damage and and if you did like a say like a fire punch you could see him doing i could just see him doing that in my head just fire punch and shit to death and you know stab doing an extra whatever the fuck amount of percent it's darmanitan people he's great if i had to pick a legendary victini is cool talk but... about another generation that had a ton of distribution pokemon yeah, yeah. that shit to... yeah I'd, I'd say i'd say victini excellent picks aaron excellent picks for i i definitely was not a competitive battler type so when you're saying audience if you don't know you're speaking directly to me i was always a collector <laughs> I was just like, I want to catch them all. That's what the name of the game says. Um, my six, uh, I picked Samurai. That was my starter. Yep. Super cool. He, uh, his, his, his middle stage takes off the shells and throws them at people. That's cool. Having a weapon on your body. Go Lurk. Super cool. Ghost ground type Ooh. and just this giant, tall creature thing. I always name mine Iron Giant because he looks like the Iron Giant. Good. That, that makes sense, yes. Oh, another thing with Black-White was they had, like, really, really late-level evolutions. Like, level oh, 60, yeah, 70. Oh, like in the 60s? Yeah, I loved that. Disgusting. I loved it. <laughs> I, I lived for the grind. So, a couple of oh, mine, Hydragon? Hydragon? I'm not mm, sure. Because yep, yep. it's got the Iron Spy Dry, but Dragon makes more sense. He's, yeah. he's got three heads, but two of them are actually hands, but they're heads. Who knows? Dark dragon, cool combo. Uh, Volcarona, probably my favorite mm -hmm. bug type. What a Volcarona cool design. Volcarona is super cool. What a cool I always design. thought these were legendary, too. Like I always thought right? Larvesta and Volcarona were legendary Pokemon, and they're not. That's how you know they're good. <laughs> and then I actually had two legendaries because I picked Victony as well. That was the first distribution one I got, and I remember mm -hmm. showing my friends and being like, look look, you can't catch this in the game. And they're like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, don't I, care. I really like Kiram, Dragon yeah. Ice type. That was super cool. First time for that typing too, I believe. Yeah. I Ooh. love unique typings. Oh, yeah, I, forgot for about, sure. I forgot about Keldeo and how cool he is being water fighting. He's just a, yeah, a horse. I like that. <laughs> fighting horse. Now, looking through this generation... These are all great Pokemon. All bangers. Like, like no yep. lie, there. Yep. There's probably a few stragglers, but even then, they're not like they're not terrible at all. Um, I also went Samurott for this. This was the generation where I was not super happy with the starters. Mm -hmm. Samurott being the I one agree. that I enjoyed the most, even though I didn't. I don't think I loved Samurott's final design as much because I thought I liked the cute otter, or like the the otter aesthetic that Ashura, Samurott and Duat were going. It with. didn't make a lot of sense to me because yeah, you can see from either. step one to step two and then to step three you're like how did we get here like how, what happened how did this happen but i was like sure why not i didn't love Embor and snivy and, and servine losing their arms in superior i was like why yeah. you have less arms now how is that helpful for you <laughs> have you seen shiny Embor? he's pretty sweet instead of being like all orange and red he's like all blue it's awesome shiny Embor is super cool I will, I will admit to that uh, the other Pokemon I have on here, which I think is the superior shiny, is Gigalith. Gigalith is probably the best shiny mm. ever. It's it's uh, like red crystals turned to like Damn. a neon blue. It's so cool. cool. Love, love Gigalith. Uh, Excadrill, uh, mm -hmm. Ground Steel, just a really cool typing. And Excadrill hits like a truck and is incredibly fast. 
Yeah, with Sand Rush, and then you pair them with like mm -hmm. Tyranitar or something. Yeah, uh, I actually used a Whimsicott in my my Whoa. first playthrough of this. I liked Whimsicott and Cottony. I was trying to look for a Grass type. I didn't love the like starter bug in Swaddle and Levania, mm -hmm. but I, I was debating between. Actually, I think Cottony, Whimsicott, and then Petal of Lilligant were game exclusives, right? I'm pretty sure they were exclusive that to either right. White and Black. But I ended up using a Whimsicott, uh, Crocodile. Another just ground dark, I just Whoa. big croc sand crocodile. It's hard to beat. That's cool. Yeah, yeah he's cool. Yeah. Um, cool. And honestly, my probably my favorite Pokemon from this generation is Crustle. I love Crustle so much. He's so he's so cute. He's like a little like he's a little crab living in a rock. And I think yeah, uh, you, in Pokemon Unite also reignited my love for Crustle because I would play crustle and pokemon unite too he's a fucking monster in pokemon unite it, oh my gosh there's so he, many others chandelure haxorus El electros dude not to get off topic but in pokemon unite crustle and uh one mamoswine him mamoswine. and mamoswine oh yeah those are my yeah, those are my mains in pokemon unite but uh, oh sorry continue <laughs> i can i can i can keep going on the naming of the pokemon here probably one of my favorite uh, legendaries. I really loved the uh, the genies, the Tornadus, Thunderous, yeah, Landorus. Yeah. I, I really loved those and having their um, oh gosh, I'm liking what their former forms are called, Therian forms, where they turn to like the 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 quadruped like weird dog things. I thought that was super cool. The whole like th this game had a very expansive like post game. Yes, there was a lot of side quests say. you can do like with the the glass mirror or whatever to change Tornadus, Thunderous, and Landorus to their forms. Super cool. I um, oh, just exploring. I've... I was just out grinding post game, and then I came upon a route, and it was like raining and storming. And everyone you talked to was like, "What is going on?" And I'm like, "I what is going on?" And then you find thunderous. That was just such a cool introduction, instead of just being in a cave somewhere. Yeah, this oh. game had a pretty wild and expansive post game, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> I completely forgot about Amolga and how much I love that little flying squirrel oh, yeah. bastard. There's too many good ones in that generation. They're there all is. awesome. There is. Any last words for Pokemon? Black and white, black and white too. Excellent. Great last words. <laughs> um, That's my last words. <laughs> next, next up, Pokemon X and Y. We're we're gone with colors. Mm. No no materials. We're just we're now in now. letters. Letters X and Y. Uh, let's see. I believe it's my turn to talk first. Mm -hmm. um, was this was this 3ds or is this still? Is this, this is the first 3ds this one. Yeah. 3ds. Okay. I loved the 3D effect on my 3DS. I had it cranked to the max all the time. So getting to see those fights in 3D, oh, loved it. Loved every second of it. So yeah, Gen 6 was interesting for me because this is, uh, I think this is post, I graduated high school, I had a job at this point, but I didn't play X and Y when they had first come out because I had bills to pay and I had other things. So I didn't have a 3DS actually until probably about a year or so later. So I was a little late to the X and Y game. But when I played it, I picked X because I thought the legendary for X was extremely cool and fairy superior types. to the Y. Yeah, fairy types. We got a new typing in this generation, which is wild oh, yeah. to think about. And we haven't got since then. I always I... thought they would like introduce more typings as the games got on. But I think fairy typing was looking at it now was a good addition. And it kind yes. of put dragon types in their place because dragon types were kind of overpowered at this point with not having a ton of, of really hard-hitting ice types to take them out. So yeah. also... And, uh... I was gonna say that, and there was a lot of dark ghost types that weren't mm. weak to anything that were now weak to fairy, which is good. Yeah, like Sableye didn't have any weaknesses because it was dark and ghost. And, and you're like, well, honestly, they were able to like retroactively make some fairy type that just made a ton of sense. 
Like, yeah. Like the Jigglypuff line and Snubble. Fairy yeah. and Snubble. It was just uh, like, yeah, but, this fairy makes way more sense than normal. Yeah. But the introduction of fairy also, like, legitimized and gave some light to other typings that maybe were pushed to the back burner because fairies we can steal and poison. So now steel and poison have a yeah. new there's this new hard hitting typing in fairy that's taking down dragons and now steel and poison type end up being more relevant in this generation too. Mm-hmm. This was the first generation that I maybe I didn't start playing it, but I started watching a ton of competitive Pokemon. Mm. X and Y Wi Fi battles I just watched on YouTube constantly during this generation but yeah one of the things was interesting was we never got a third i'm pretty sure there was a third planned and there's even content in areas in x and y that seem like they have narrative uh through lines and they just don't go anywhere have we ever gotten an explanation for why there wasn't i don't i don't know i mean my, my thought process was like i said they decided to instead maybe like development was more uh taxing for sun and moon they decided to have all the focus on that with the next generation but wait after x and y was that was omega ruby alpha sapphire actually yes. that was the one that was directly afterwards so yeah. i don't know i don't know why we never got a third and it's weird too because the uh the, the big like the big boy legendary was zygarde with yeah. z so you you would have thought that like hey let's it just make sense cause and it diamond and, or diamond and pearl had they had Giratina, but then Platinum yeah. focused more on Giratina, so you yep. thought they would have done the same thing with X and Y. But and and Zygarde got zero love. You run into Zygarde in a cave in post game, and then that's as Zygarde ended up getting more love in the generations going forward. But in mm-hmm. X and Y, when it's introduced, no love at all. And there's a whole section in the desert of this game. I think it's a power plant, and there's a locked door, and it's like, oh, you need a key. You can't get into it, which is supposed to be where Volcanion is, but you oh. never get access. They never do anything with that area of the game. And I think the all so Diancie, Hoopa, and Volcanion all ended up being distribution Pokemon, too. That sucks. Aaron, do you have memories of X and Y? This is another weird time in my life. I didn't actually... With four and with gens four and five, these were times where like I was just moving around a lot, and I would be like hurrying through the games to return the system and the games back to whoever. And then X and Y, I didn't know anybody at the time who owned a 3DS or had these games, so I didn't play them. And I have I have Omega Ruby, and I love it, but I haven't played X or Y yet. So I I, I do like the Pokemon, but I haven't actually played the games. I've only experienced the Pokemon Ooh. in like in. The following generations after it so that's kind of similar to what i was going to say is i have almost no memories of the game itself but when i was looking through the pokemon i was like "Ooh, there's actually a ton that i really like from this generation right yeah yeah they're all super cool and uh, this the story for x and y is another weird one it's yeah, very it? similar to pokemon black where the bad the guy lysan lysander which again if you see this dude in the beginning of the game you're like that is a bad guy he has a bad guy written all over his face he's like eight feet tall spiky red hair a big like black leather jacket and you're like that's that's a bad guy 100 percent, that's a bad guy but he's like he loves pokemon so much and he has this emotional connection to pokemon but he's our, our, our world is flawed there's so much hate and so much anger on our world so he wants to destroy our world and restart <laughs> so we can have a happy place for pokemon it's like that makes no fucking sense dude was, what are you talking about was this the one where at the end he he had like I don't remember it was like the little grass type Pokemon, and yeah they introduced another like character Az who was like a three thousand year old man. Yeah. That, well, okay. So the the 
the cool thing about X and Y is they introduced this thing that apparently there was a Pokemon war that was happening, right? And the, the concept of that is 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 fascinating. But to stop the war, they had to create this weapon called the Ultimate Weapon, and they used that and destroyed the world. Unfortunately, a bunch of Pokemon died, and the the guy AZ, his um, God, what's the Pokemon? Oh, Floette. It That's was like it. her energy hated that her energy was being used to kill Pokemon and then dissipated and vanished and he wandered the earth sad for 3,000 years something like that. It, don't know how they don't explain whatsoever yeah, I got, I got none character. of that from it and I just remember that last cutscene and I was like what is any of this? Yeah, yeah. it's honestly it's a wild game. I, I would say play through them because they, they, they introduce very um, interesting locales. There's a lot of interesting locations there. I think in just kind of its presentation and how they went marketing this game, it was almost kind of like a refresh. Like this felt like it, yeah. they wanted it to be the Gen 1 for the next generation. Like this was going to be people's games. Like kids were going to start with X and Y, and that was going to be their introduction to mm-hmm. Pokemon. And it it's really cool. Aside from the batshit crazy narrative that is, <laughs> is X and Y, the the locations you go to are are cool and again this is the first 3d pokemon game yeah this is the first fully 3d rendered pokemon game that we got i was gonna add too how about like that whole mystery thing with that ghost girl that like shows up for no reason in that one tower she's like no you're not the one and then nothing is ever done about that it just it just happened and i i could be this could be a false fact as well in my brain that i just made up but i'm pretty sure that was associated to your trainer id and you had had a very specific trainer what? ID to get the interaction from her, and she just gives Ooh. you an item. Oh, bizarre! It's I like mean. you got ten orange berries. It was more significant than orange berries, but <laughs> it was it was nothing significant. Where having a very specific trainer ID would would justify the the item that you got. Man, any any last words from anyone before we get to our six? Nope. Nope. That's it. Wonderful. Okay, I I actually recounted, and it's it's me that's starting. So. Chestnut was my starter. I was mm. really, really happy with his final evolution. He starts off as like an adorable little thing, and then he's got his weird middle thing, and he's like, hey, I'm a big spiky thing that's going to beat you up. I'm like, sick. <laughs> Gumi. I loved Gumi from the oh. moment I saw him. His, Gumi is so cute. His stupid face. Oh, I can't get <laughs> enough of that stupid face. Stupid. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, Age of Slash. Ghost mm-hmm. Steel type, and mm-hmm. also a sword and shield. I just love unique that idea. T- unique ability too, and it's like stance change, how it changes into like its attack and defense yeah. form. Yeah, Malamar, I really liked because again, the I think it was dark psychic typing, which I thought mm-hmm. was super cool. Yeah, and you you have to evolve it by flipping your 3ds upside 3D- down. Yeah, upside <laughs> down. It's so weird. This is the introduction to just weird ass evolution mechanics that they use going forward. Tons that they just them. they go from a zero to a hundred with some of these. I, I loved back then, and I hate now. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. The best fossil Pokemon, in my opinion, including Tyrantrum, which is just a big ass T Rex. Yep. Yeah. Love How, it. There's no going wrong here. Tyrantrum yeah. is great. Yeah. And then uh, I liked Eveltal or Evil, however yeah. you want to pronounce that one. My big Eveltal. big bacon bird. <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, the bacon, bacon bird. bird. <laughs> because it's shiny, legit looks like he's a bacon bird. Yeah. For me. I, hundred percent went Greninja. When mm. I saw a frog ninja, its tongue is literally a scarf around its neck. So I, it's strange, hundred percent. If you've seen it with like it 
in some of the the anime and some of the pictures where it's like scarf is off its neck it's a weird looking <laughs> pokemon but being water dark is a really cool typing uh, i think the bird in this generation is probably one of the best town flame not mm-hmm. only just yep. competitively viable everyone was using a talon flame in gen 6 competitive battles but oh, fire flying broken. is oh yes yeah, incredibly broken. fast massive attack stat too Gale Wings and Brave Bird, dude, he was at, he was super he broken. Was destroying people. Uh, Skrelp and Dragalge, I think, are so, Those are so not only forgotten. like I I know they're for, they're forgotten. No one remembers these, but they're adorable. I love both of them Ooh. and their naming conventions. Yep. Skrelp and Dragalge, I think, is just so cool. Is poison it? Dragon too yeah, is such I was just a cool say, type. Dragon Poison, which like you don't usually get, quote unquote, basic dragon types that are like yeah. not obviously dragons. Uh, let's see. What did I? Is that three? I think that's three. Sure. Uh, I like uh, Helioptile and Heliolisk. I always forget their normal electric. Yeah. Which I don't yeah, think we have awesome. another normal oh, yeah. electric type. I don't think we've ever, ever gotten. Yeah, I don't. I don't well, think I, so I either. Yeah, no. uh, I'm gonna second Tyrantrum on yeah. because it's such a cool Pokemon, and it's shiny. Being all blue is incredibly cool. Like I love it's shiny. Let's see. Uh, and then Eveltal. I also went X because mm. Eveltal, in my opinion, was like so much cooler than uh, Xerneas. And I like Zygarde. Deer. I think, yeah, yeah, Wimpy Deer over my <laughs> massive. I mean, I think uh, Xerneas just destroys Eveltal because Eveltal is dark and Xerneas yeah, totally. is very. Also, it gets Geomancy, which is an incredibly broken move, too. So. Xerneas is a good competitive Pokemon. Be they'll tell us. Everyone knows you got you got to look cool. That's how you win. Bacon bird, yeah. Bacon bird. I forgot to uh, to mention this in I think it was Gen five, but oh, what is what is that? Uh, there's that one fossil Pokemon that's like a, it's like an Archaeopteryx. I forget what the hell's Ar- name. Archaeops. Archaeops. Yeah. Oh, okay. Me and a buddy of mine, we always call him PJ Bird because he looks like he's wearing uh, footy pajamas. He that's does PJ have bird. little PJs on. That's yeah. adorable. Yep. I like that. My six though, I we're 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 doing the trio again, dude. I went with Delphox because it's just a it's a little oh there we go, dude. Little fox, which was a little little fire stick. I like Delphox. And then or yeah, wizard whatever. Then I went with with Pyroar because it's just his main. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's made of fire. He's super cool, dude. Oh, oh yep. fire normal actually too. There's another weird. Oh, is one. he really fire normal? I, know. I didn't fire realize normal. he was fire normal. That's so strange. Me either. And then I like. <laughs> He's he's kind of dumb, but I like Clodzer because it's just a little shrimp dude. No, I love but... Clodzer. He's cute. Yeah, with the little big old claw, and then his Mega Launcher move or his Mega Launcher ability is super cool, and mm-hmm. his shiny form is pretty sweet because he's all red instead of blue. And Halucha, because yes, ooh, it's I loved Halucha, dude. Flying, fighting, and he it's he's I think like the only Pokemon that has a move that has two types. The yeah. was it flying? Yeah. Prince? Yeah. There were so many like uh, decisions and and gimmicks that they introduced that they're just like, yeah, we're not doing that going forward. <laughs> we're never gonna do the dual typing move again, dude. And he has like the coolest shiny form ever. Like instead of just being, well, I guess he is kind of flip flop. Like his wings are black and purple, and his mask is like dark blue and green, and his body is red. It's sweet. Yes. And and then Tyrantrum, because mm. I mean, dude, I'll subscribe to this Ty- Tyrantrum train here. Yeah, hey everybody, welcome to the Tyrantrum podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rock Dragon, and he's just a big fucking stompy boy. Oh my gosh, and his abilities are both really good. Strong Giant, Rockhead. Uh, and then my last one is Heliolisk, because yeah, can't go wrong with that guy. He's so awesome. I, I love his little, little lizard man design. He's just and he gets dry skin too, which oh yeah, 
He has such a good ability. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, uh, it also, another legendary, Volcanion being the first fire water type. Yeah, what a bizarre typing that they made work. How yeah. is, is he a legendary yes. for Gen Helen? Yep. Yes. Yeah. There were the Diancie, Hoopa, and Volcanion were the three distribution Pokemon for uh, this generation. Neither, none of them show up in the game. They're all distribution Pokemon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This was also... Uh, I, I intermittently watched the, from Gen 1 to now the Pokemon anime, and I fell off in, like, Gen 4, and I didn't watch Gen 5, but Gen 6 anime, even if you're not, like, into Pokemon, because it's a little cheesy with its writing, I, I understand. But honestly, some of the, like, best animated fights in this mm. gender it, it's wild like they, they're so well animated it's crazy that they decided to go this hard for a pokemon anime oh and, and wasn't that about the time they changed the animation style too because ash looked a yep. lot different yep ash looked a lot edgier he looked older i guess just because how they decided to draw him but if you go back and watch this just watch the gym leader fights and then watch the uh, uh like the elite four are the champion battles at the very end. You don't have to deal with any of the BS or rest of this, but just watch those because it's so cool. Nice. All right. That was that was X and Y. We are, what, two-thirds of the way through the games now? <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, next up, sun and moon, objects in the yes. sky. And mm -hmm. I'm very excited because it is Jared's turn to go first. Let's yeah, hear it. Sun and, sun and moon. Are we going to lump uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon in this too? Let's do it. Yeah. Might right, as cool. well. They all have the same. Uh, yeah, ultimate. so same thing with this. I bought this the day it came out. And it, it's funny because I remember where I was. I wasn't sure. Cause I, had, I think I had just bought a game. Or I, like, I, was, I was spending money. I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't. But I was like standing in my room. I was like, I was talking to my wife on the phone. I was like, should I do it? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, I'm going to do it. It was like midnight. I just drove over to GameStop. And I picked up a copy <laughs> of, of Pokemon Sun. And I played it that night. But um, an interesting one for sure. Decided to kind of deviate from the traditional gyms instead yeah. we were presented with trials which i mean in retrospect are gyms like they're they're, they're 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 gyms basically but going through a trial and then at the end of that trial getting a fighting a totem pokemon which is a strong version of a pokemon in this generation their gimmick oh my gosh we didn't talk about megas in x and y at all that was i wild. didn't remember when oh. they were so i didn't want to say it <laughs> But this this game's gimmick was Z crystals. I wasn't really a fan of Z no, crystals. Out of all the mechanics, they were Definitely my least not as good. favorite. They also like represented the badges that you get. Like you had to collect eight or ten of them as you went around these these different islands. But uh, Alola, the theme and the setting being kind of like Hawaii, this kind of island theme, set up some really interesting locales in this game too. Volcanoes, grasslands, a lot of water. Uh, with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, actually, these are the one Pokemon games that I haven't played through. I've watched a playthrough of them, but I haven't beat Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because when those games came out, they didn't seem as different enough to justify mm, buying yeah. them. But I think, in, looking back at it now, I think that's probably like the, the definitive version of that. They mitigate some of the uh, cumbersome start. Like, I think in Sun and Moon, you don't get your starter till like maybe 30 minutes into that game, which is wild to think about. Yeah, I, I think they were cool. I like them. I like Sun and Moon. Aaron? Uh, yeah, I also really liked Sun and Moon because this was cause, uh, this was around the time where I actually got a 3DS for these games mm. because uh, when I started my job that I work at now so many years ago, my, my buddies were huge into Pokemon and they were buying these games at the midnight release and I 
I also went and got Son of the Midnight release, and I spent a lot of time on these games because me and my buddies would, um, we'd sit at work doing the battle tree, and we would do the the multi battles where you could yeah, all basically the battle tree, yes, yeah, dude. We would you could partner up with a uh, with a buddy, and and just face other trainers in double battles, and we would make just the most ridiculous uh, competitive teams. And I, I did quite a few. That's so uh, fun to do. I did a lot of of competitive breeding and played a lot of competitive mm-hmm. battles, and oh my god, yeah, they were super fun. I love all the locales, like the whole island theme and with the Kahunas and. Mm-hmm. I like all the Pokemon designs. The legendaries are sweet. And then when Ultra Sun and Moon came out, I went the opposite route and got Ultra Moon, and I played through that. And I thought it was mm. like it was all right. There wasn't a whole lot different other than like maybe the new Ultra Beast. But that's what I was gonna say. I was like the Ultra Beast were the kind of the best part of those games. Yeah, and then other than that, it was it was kind of all right. Like it was kind of more of the same with like a little little sprinkle of of new stuff. So it was yeah, it was interesting. This game also getting rid of HMs in the term of like your yes. uh, Pokemon, these yeah, yeah, Pokemon that kind of yeah that kind of take the place of those HMs, which I think is cool. You have you can ride them, you can ride a Tauros, fly in your Charizard, which I thought was cool. Oh wait, before we go to Tommy, I, I wanted to add too that yeah, the Z moves definitely not as cool as like Mega Evolutions or everything else that came after like Gigantamax and uh, the Terrestrial Eyes. The Z moves were kind of meh. Yeah, yeah pretty meh. Hundred percent. Yep. Now you can go, Tommy. Excellent. I try my best not to be negative because I think video games should be celebrated. So I will not go too much on this. I hated, I hated Sun and Moon. I have nothing really? to say when I think about them. I, <laughs> oh, I did not like the locale. I did not like the huh. the non gyms. Oh I liked God. the idea at first. I was like, oh, they're yeah. doing something different. But then I was like, this isn't fun. I don't like trials. I don't like the totem Pokemon. I. D- I didn't like the islands. I didn't like the locales. It just, it just having the map and and it just felt like I was always getting interrupted. The the Rotom phone. I didn't like. What else? There was something else that we were talking about. Oh, um, no, it's gone again. <laughs> but I, <laughs> what else did that game have? There was so much. The there was the dumb phone? like photos that you had to do with the Rotom phone that were like mandatory at some parts of the tutorial, which weren't cool. Yeah, I just. Oh, this was this was the generation oh, that you couldn't turn off. I'll go go for it. Yeah, yeah. The Ultra Beast. I uh. I don't know what I did wrong. I played the whole game. I never got. To, I never figured out where they were or how to get to them. That could be on me. But I never experienced any Ultra Beast except for the story jellyfish that you had to experience. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know if I missed the person to talk to or if I just gave up before then. But I beat the Elite Four. But I never, I never saw an Ultra Beast. Yeah, they were like after the game. You had to go like talk yeah, to somebody, after... and then you'd get the balls, and then yeah. I'm right. sure I after was just you beat the I was just four, angry after the them. Elite Four, and I was like, I did it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize, oh, but but I, I I was I see that I'm outnumbered, so we will consider my opinion wrong. <laughs> no, no, your <laughs> no, your opinion's valid. It's 100% valid. Yeah. Uh, I I would not go back to play that one. <laughs> oh man, that was. And that was when they started doing the like the more like more realistic human proportions for the for the characters yeah. as well too, which I thought was it was like kind of uncanny at first, but then they kind of grow on it. and It was pretty cool. I, yeah. I uh, one it. one thing that I always do too in these games is that this game continued the character customization, and I spent yeah. all of my money on clothes. My Pokemon are like dead dying. They're like hyper potions, please, and I'm like, <laughs> but this cool hat though. That's that's what I did in this, and then in Sword and Shield, I made my guy look just. As fucking stupid as possible 
What what was your team, my guy? Is it me, right? Yep, it yep. is you. Yeah, so this generation, I went back to grass. I went to Sidueye. Yeah. I thought the ghost owl, mm -hmm. ghost grass owl type, and he's also like an archer, was so cool. His special I was, in, like, was huge cool too. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Um, uh, so, something shackles? Spectral yeah. shackles or something yeah. like that? Yep. Uh, but, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of, of, of Dartrix, but I think most of the time the middle evolutions are pretty meh anyways, yep. but... This was a, a tough one between this or Incineroar, and I ended up going to Sidueye because I was like, I like the, the the Archer concept is super cool. A little hoodie on. The Sidueye yeah, has a little, little hoodie. hoodie. It's adorable. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I ran a toucan in the entire time because I think Whoa. that he's just a yeah. grumpy little toucan, and I love it. He's just Dude. a toucan, but I love he's It's so cool. Mm -hmm. And his ability, I think it's Beak Blast. Uh, not ability. His special move is Beak Blast, which I think is just a flying type move, but can burn, which is interesting. Whoa. Yep. Uh, the bug in this generation just hit like a truck. Vikavolt is such mm -hmm. a cool design. Yeah. Bug electric, it's yeah, it's it's colors, it's aesthetic. I was down from the very beginning when I saw um Vikavolt. After that, oh, Lichen Rock, Rock Rough and Lichen Rock. There was no way I wasn't running these on my team. A little like, and it was cool that Lichen Rock had different forms. It had the like dawn form and the dusk form and like the midnight form i, I think midnight was mm, i like dust just because it was interesting and it had like the orange aesthetic to it but the midnight form almost being like a werewolf i thought was really interesting yes uh, salazzle i think was another one that i ran on my team i also thought this was interesting another complicated evolution yeah. where only the females can evolve and I had a friend, we, this is where I started shiny hunting too. I didn't actually get any shinies in this game, but <laughs> I had a friend that caught a shiny Salandit, but it was male. Oof. So he could never yeah, evolve that's... it. And I was like, dude, that sucks. That's rough. <laughs> Glissopod is probably the other one that I ran to the end. Because I think everybody's like, oh, look at little Wimpod. But Glissopod, seeing that evolution, seeing that Pokemon yeah. for the first time was so cool. Look, like, it has like, such a cool like, design. What is that? That's terrifying. Yeah. And I think that was probably the theme with these Pokemon. Like, Gen 5 had its aesthetic to it, and I think Gen 6 kind of tried to go back to, like, the Gen 1. But they, like, really went with it with the, the designs of the Generation 7 Pokemon because they're all just out of here and crazy. Yeah, As for the legendaries, I went with Sun, so I had Solgaleo, which I, I think I like Solgaleo better than Lunala, but probably was one of the best legendaries, Necrozma. Necrozma is such a cool legendary. Ooh, here's another one for you. What's your favorite Ultra Beast, including the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, of course? Uh, Nagatadel. Poipole and Nagatadel are my favorite. Poison Dragon, and they just have a really cool... I love their color scheme, the like purple, violet, pink kind of color to them. Yeah, those are mine. Yes. I don't, I don't have one, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, also Guzzlord. If you haven't heard Guzzlord's cry in the anime, please go look at it, because it is hilarious. It's literally just a man screaming. That's his cry. <laughs> <laughs> ah, like the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Aaron, what are your six? Ooh, okay. So yeah, these ones. I this was really tough because I like them a lot. My starter, I picked Incineroar because when I first played the games, I picked Poplio because I thought, dude, Poplio is cute as shit, and then he evolves to Brion. Yeah, I'm really and it's not like, a fan of that evolutionary. The, Brion is, eh, and then you get a Primarina, and it's like it's pretty. It's a dog seal mermaid but no no incineroar <laughs> yeah i wasn't i wasn't a fan of pre marina mm -hmm. yeah incineroar just rocks dude fire dark you can't go wrong 
and then you get to Araquanid, who I really liked because his ability mm. was cool, and he's just like a water spider, and mm-hmm. he learns a lot of really sweet uh, stab moves like liquidation and uh, leech life and stuff like that. He's really tanky. That was one of my competitive picks. He's really good. Serena, the uh, what I don't know how to describe right, but the like the grass yeah. fighting. Oh no, yeah, is it grass? Oh no, they're just pure grass. I thought they're grass fighting. She learns a lot of kick kicking moves though which is really yeah yeah she's just really cool she's like a princess basically looking and then palisand the big sand castle i love palisand the ghost sand castle ghost sand and then his ability water contraction is really or water compaction sorry is really good just absorbs contraction seven contractions (laughs) dude he's having a baby yeah his water compaction basically gave him one less weakness and that was super cool being immune to water is really cool Dude, I wish I was. And then <laughs> I also picked two cannon because his moves are sweet. He's got good stats. His shiny form is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. He's just super rad. And then the last one for my team, I picked. I picked Crabominable because his arms are just fucking nuts, They're, and he's ice fighting. Big fucking angry looking yeti motherfucker, and he's. I, I liked. Cool. I liked Crabominable, but having to evolve him in like the last end of the game in that one area i did not like you beat me too it was a big piece of shit but so i'm gonna pick a legendary i'd say mar shadow mar shadow super cool Marshadow's good and then uh an ultra beast i'd say circuitry circuitry is awesome Ooh, circuitry is good too good picks good picks i also picked decidueye love that ghost grass nice. guy with his arrows and stuff that's super cool uh, I picked Crab Brawler specifically because I didn't I didn't look up uh, how to evolve. I looked up the Pokemon oh, beforehand, no. but not how to evolve them, and so I just got furious. I was like, hey, "This guy does not evolve." I for know some he reason. evolved. When is he gonna evolve? And then I finally looked it up, like just before I got to the Elite Four, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I have to go to this specific area? Why?" Oh, so mad. I love Crab Brawler though. He's a cool guy, but I was mm-hmm. that just really made me mad. Mudsdale. I picked Mudsdale. Ooh. Yeah. He's got an ability, you guys. I don't know if you've heard of these things called Pokemon abilities, but whenever he gets hit, his defense <laughs> goes up. He's just a Yeah, stamina is such a good ability. I picked Beware or Beware because he's like a six-foot-tall stuffed bear. He Like, you see him, and you're like, oh, that's cool. But then you learn that he's like a giant, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. He's um, so beefy, too. He just so does not die. Well, also, massive attack stat, which yeah. is insane yeah. for this guy. So fun. Also, his uh, his Pokedex entry is wild. It's like he loves hugs, but he can, like, snap people in half. <laughs> so he wants to, like, give people hugs, but he just keeps breaking people instead. This is terrifying. I love it. Ew. <laughs> I also picked Galissapod because, yeah, coolest, coolest, scariest bug type. And, and then my last pick was Lunala because I think it's cool. Lunala is cool, dude. I like Lunala. Mm. I really like. There's another Pokemon they introduced here, which was the weird Chimera one, which was Type Null, which was oh, like yeah, the artificial Pokemon. Bizarre. Yeah, it was like it was implemented into the narrative of the game too. Mm-hmm. It was when it got announced. It was so stu- well. Its name in general, Type Null, meaning that like it's it's just normal. It's I don't. Know, it's a legendary Pokemon. I think it's considered I one, but I never pick. I never. I don't agree. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm looking. I have like the Pokedex pulled up, and it's like Type Null is a normal legendary Pokemon. I, was yeah. like, I didn't realize it was a legendary. Mm-hmm. One of one of my favorite Pokemon for uh, when I, 
when I did uh, online battles a lot, I had this doubles team of this ridiculous Snorlax with Comfey. And one of Comfey's abilities, Triage, makes it so healing moves have plus three priority, which basically they go at the beginning of the turn, and it's sweet. Mm, so, um, yeah. so it, it would be like Snorlax would do Belly Drum, eat his eat his berry, go to full health, and then he had like Heavy Slam and, and high horsepower, and he would just gosh demolish just everything, destroy things. Oh, take... okay. Wait, we have to talk about this Pokemon because unfortunately, this generation uh, introduced my least favorite Pokemon Ooh. in the world, which is fucking Broxish. Yeah, oh. what is that thing? Weird. Why does it? Why does it have bedroom eyes? <laughs> why is why it, is it looking at me like that? Ugh. I'm uncomfortable. The I shiny agree. form is really gross too. It's like it's like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh, don't say that. I have to look at it now. <laughs> uh, but they also introduced one of my underrated Pokemon that I love, which is Drampa. I love Drampa so much. That's another cool. weird, just weird looking one. Grandpa Dragon. He's a Grandpa Dragon. He's just old. He's just trying to get by. <laughs> yes. So that was Sun and Moon. Uh, nothing else to be said about them. Now it's time for Sword and Shield Weapons of Battle. We're on the Switch now. We got we got yeah. big boy graphics. Aaron, it is your turn to start. What do you think about okay. Sword and Shield? Yeah, Sword and Shield was... I played a pretty decent amount of those. It was cool that they tried to be more open about them but they were all right why well, i guess i kind of contradicted myself at first by saying they were cool but they were all right they were <laughs> they were cool because you know higher resolution is an actual like like console pokemon game and like, right. they looked great they played great but there just wasn't a whole lot to them because you just went from like town to town and just did mm -hmm. your your uh your gym battles and went to the wild area to catch some dudes and do like a thousand raids but yeah the pokemon were cool though i like the pokemon for sure but mm. the game itself was just kind of eh. but but my i made my character look absolutely ridiculous in the game because he had these big round glasses that had yellow lenses in them <laughs> yeah and then his facial expression was just like just like like a neutral expression and then he had this big dumb like green uh apple apple and sweater on and he had like purple oh, pants Evelyn. and like big combat boots and oh my gosh, I like the the actual like trainer customization was cool. Nice. I really like I had shield and I really liked it. I enjoyed the wild zones a lot. As uh, my collect for my collectum all brain, the the wild zone mm. was awesome. Oh, it was so Perfect. great. There's just having tons of areas and they changed throughout the day at like different times what was available mm. and I really liked doing the raids and trying to catch things. It it really hooked me in a in a big way and and so i i played a ton of it and i caught all of them that you could catch in the game and then i did the raid mm. to catch more and i the story didn't hook me but i i really liked the beefed up graphics that yeah really never looked better than than it did and even just like going along the routes being able to see things in the distance and, and oh it yeah just, it felt really cool. really good to explore that one to me at least and I, I really have nothing but good thoughts for S.H.I.E.L.D. The sword and S.H.I.E.L.D. haired yeah. guys and their random appearance. So weird. I Why? I did not like that at all. Yeah. Okay, now I, you can I go, also, Aaron. I'm done. I, was, I just <laughs> wanted to add to mine that I, I liked the uh, the locales everywhere you go. Like, everything was... Yeah. Every, unlike a certain other game, the towns all, like, had their own specific flavor and made sense according to what the different locale was and everything like that. Mm. The DLC was cool, but, uh, Jared, go ahead. I'll stop talking. 
No, I, I agree. I loved Sword and Shield. I had Shield as well. Uh, I played through this game three times back to back because I'm a maniac. But this was a game that had, it was on the Switch. So because you had multiple pro profiles, I can have a profile that was yep. my main one that I was collecting Pokemon. I wanted to run through this in a Nuzlocke, so I did that on a separate profile. Oh. And then I wanted to run through it and use Pokemon that I normally don't. So I did it three times in a row, which was uh, a lot at first. That's why I, I eventually went to the DLC, but I took a, I didn't get the DLC right when it came out. I agree with the narrative. I think it's, I think the characters in the in the game are really interesting, especially the gym leaders. I think these are just a, one of the more memorable gym leaders for sure. Uh, especially having like the game exclusives having their own exclusive gym leader. Like there's a gym leader in one that you can't encounter in the other one, which I thought was a, a really interesting. But narrative wise, I think that it's it's the silly dumb narrative. The yeah. the whole story of like Eternatus and the darkest day it just it just falls on its face immediately and i'm like i'm i'm not here for this that's that's fine so you can have a Agreed. garbage story but the towns and the cities have so much personality mm -hmm. into it Aaron, i don't know if you were referring to what game specifically but what i looking back at some of the even jumping back into sword and shield post scarlet and violet I realized how like lacking some of the cities in scarlet and violet yep. feel yep. they just feel like like They're devoid flavorless. Yeah, flavorless. Yep. They feel devoid of personality. Where like when you get out. into that main big city in uh, Sword and Shield, right after you, I forget the name of it. it, starts with an M, but I can't think of it. After the wild area, when you get to that city, it's just like it's like it has it's so much character yep. to it. Yep. Yeah, which we just didn't get in these newer games, but we'll get locales to that. were super interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> locales are super interesting. I loved the characters. I think the DLC definitely helped with it. I think that the Crown Tundra was probably my favorite, the ice kind of themed area that introduced the dens, the raid dens that you can do. You can counter all the legendaries from the previous games and shiny hunt them. This was the first game that I shiny hunt. I did the encounter method, which I think if you can counter like 30 Pokemon or so, then it increased the shiny odds. I caught a shiny uh, Frostmoth in this game. Ooh. I did the egg method and literally I was I was running I was gonna do rufflet because I love Braviary and I think they have a cool shiny and literally the very first egg that I hatched was a shiny rufflet. What? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was the very first one. So a shiny Braviary was one of my first shinies that I caught in that game. But yeah, looking back at Sword and Shield, I really loved and enjoyed the entire experience. Pokedex is good. Characters are fun. The world is interesting. Story is lacking, but I mean. Who's, who's really coming to these games for their deep story narrative anyways. I forgot. Ooh. Uh, sword Ooh. or shield. And the camping. The Sorry, camping. go ahead. No, go ahead. you still talk ahead. about oh, the camping. Yeah. All right. I was going to say the camping is really cool. That, that was something that has never been done before. Just anywhere. Just just stop and just, just Play the Pokemon. fucking put up the tent and you could make like, I think it was like soup or something or no curry. You made curry, curry with your Pokemon. Mm -hmm. And it was those. I, I, I'm an absolute sucker for cooking mechanics in games. So yeah, I would just, are. I would have all sorts of fucking ingredients. I would go to each town, buy just a shit ton of each ingredient, and I would just make whatever the hell at the time. And then I would Did hang you, out uh, with my Pokemon and like throw balls around and like tickle them with that wand and shit, and that was super gross. cool. Uh, did you, <laughs> did you uh, complete the curry decks? No, there was a bunch I was missing. Yeah, this was the first game that I completed the Pokedex, was Sword and Shield. That's what I was going to say. I had a living dex for this one, where I had mm. a... Yep, I did the same thing. Yeah where you actually have each individual one and not just record of catching them. It's wild that people do shiny living dexes. That no blows way. my mind. No, thank you. That's 
that's what yeah that would take way too fucking long um what was your what was your six aaron starting us off strong i really liked inteleon he's like a little uh oh interesting yeah <laughs> i like sobble he's a cute little bastard yes, little, cute yes. little, little tadpole and then his second form is like like a hot topic manager and then, <laughs> and then you get to inteleon and he's cool he's just like a little like secret agent lizard guy and when he does a special movie he does like the little finger guns, finger guns a laser yeah. beam and I like Inteleon. He's cool as fuck. And then Scorch, I really liked. Like a mm. fire centipede. I'm a sucker for that too. Centipedes and millipedes and shit like that. I thought that was cool. His Gigantamax form is also oh, super yeah, the fucking Dynamax sweet. Oh yeah, Gigantamax. Not a fan, his, but yeah. I appreciate it. His his Gigantamax form is like, it's super fucking cool. He's even, he's like infinitesimal or in whatever. He's a lot longer. We'll move on. Grapple lock, I thought was cool. Uh, a fucking octopus that yeah just punches. That's a good idea. I thought that was super duper cool. Poltegeist, I liked him and his design, <laughs> and I liked his. Uh, he's got good stats. He's got a sweet ability. He's pretty cool. Fuck trying to get an authentic one though, because you have to look on like the bottom of him and see if he has yeah. that label. That was so bullshit. Wild. So bizarre. Arctazolt, I thought was super cool. My favorite of the fossil dudes. Mm-hmm. Ob- Wait, what? I really had Obstagoon? What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, wow. You had it to the end there. Has I guess, yeah. My last one, I guess, is going to be between uh, Obstagoon with his insane fucking uh, shiny form and Grimmsnarl. Good picks. Good picks. I picked Rillaboom. For, mm. Let's Ooh. see. Is that three three straight grass starters for me? I uh, He's fine. <laughs> I also had a, he's all right he's all right he's, he's cool i like him corviknight oh man that's probably my favorite flying or my favorite bird type because he's just a big, Such a cool design big suit sure. of armor and a bird form i love it that's um, cool chootle is my typical stupid face pokemon he's just walking <laughs> around with his mouth open so you gotta love that cop i'm not sure how to pronounce this Copperaja, copperaja copperaja yeah the big yeah. the big uh uh, elephant elephant with the the scoopy scoopy nose i i just love his colors and his design he just looks really cool dragapult is mm-hmm. ghost dragon type and, and he's got his little babies on his shoulders uh so super cool. cool shoots his little children at yeah you. yeah can't beat that and then zamazenta the the shield dog i i just yeah. like i like you don't get very many beefy legendaries so it's nice to have like a defensive focus one a defense i'm not one. sure if yeah. his stats were like that but just <laughs> how he looked yeah he's hella tanky okay yeah. good good the, i didn't know what and their like abilities their abilities about. reflected that too That's gauntlet shield and intrepid sword i think was their abilities that sounds yeah. right for my team i also went with rillaboom boom i picked this one i thought grookey was adorable i wasn't really yeah. convinced on on score bunny and sobble i've, yeah. I've gone around to cinderace and Inteleon now but i was 100 percent grookey i he's really don't like thwacky I don't like the middle evolution. I don't know if it's this yeah. weird piss colored like fur <laughs> or his just awkward stage, but I was not a fan. But Rillaboom definitely um carries that line for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. All Pokemon being single typing, which is not getting yeah. any dual type starters. Yeah, weird. Um I remember this the team that I used because in this game after you beat the Elite Four, when you boot up Pokemon Sword and Shield, it has the yes. team you beat the Elite That's Four so cool. on the title screen, which I That's always cool. loved. So I had Rillaboom. And then I ran Orbeetle because I really Ooh. thought I, I I wanted I caught Blitbug and I wasn't like I was like eh he's all right let me try it out because this generation I also tried to avoid like 
a ton of spoilers. I went into this knowing little to nothing about the game. Mm-hmm. So I ran into a lot of the Pokemon genuinely and uniquely in the game, which was really fun. But I was like, let's let's see where Blipbug goes. Ended up really loving Orbeetle. After that, I used Colossal. Colossal was really cool. And his uh, ability, Steam, is it Steam Engine? I don't know yeah. Steam Engine. Get yeah, hits right. with water type moves and boosts his speed by six stages. Holy yeah, that's shit. oh, that's right. It maxes stages. out. It maxes out his stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had uh, Toxtricity, and I just thought Toxtricity was incredibly cool. Such a cool Pokemon. Like Electric and Poison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Having the different forms depending on its nature was another weird evolution split. That they literally like cut the natures in half, and they're like, if it's this nature, it'll be this form, and it's this nature, it'll be the opposite form. Grim Snarl was the other one on my team. Grim Snarl mm-hmm. being dark and fairy just also like hits like a truck. Such a good Pokemon has a lot of access to a lot of really cool moves. And then uh, I had Dragapult, mm-hmm. honestly, probably one of the best pseudo legendaries we've gotten recently. Yes, and I By had Zamazenta as my legendary too. It's super weird how there was like one or two Pokemon that had to know a certain move before they could evolve. Because, yeah. like, yeah. Grappalock, or his first form had to know Taunt before he could level him up. And then there was, like, one or two others. I think it was, like, Barrascuda. I really wanted Grappalock to be water fighting. That makes I know. no sense. He should have been. It makes sense. It's just fighting time. Us, dude. So strange. Weird. So strange. But we got some new legendaries with the DLC. Uh, we got new Regis, which I thought was really interesting. Regilecki and Regidrago. Wait, yeah, I was not expecting to see new legendaries in a Gen 8 Pokemon. But one of my favorites, I really like Urshifu. I think Urshifu is just a cool design Pokemon for sure. He is cool. DLC. I had, I had no experience with it. I got the... There was someone in a train station that was like, look, it's a Slowpoke from the DLC. You can have it. I'm like, oh, thank you. But and hit nudge, nudge. Press A, press A to open up the eShop store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, it's all right. The, the DLC is fine. I would say that it's 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 more if you like the wild area, it, it's a better wild area. The DLC entirely is just like the wild area. Yeah, like the mines and shit, you could do like yeah, like a party raid kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. So that is Sword and Shield, and next up, Scarlet and Violet. We made it to the present day. We're back <gasps> to colors. We're here. They're different colors, but they're the same colors. And uh, <laughs> exactly, it's still on the Switch. Everything's open mm-hmm. now. No routes. Zero routes. All open. And it is my turn to start. I will try to not take everyone's talking points because I'm sure we all have a lot <laughs> to say since it's fresh <laughs> in our mind. Um, yeah. The first few hours, I was in love with this game. I was enamored. I was like, this is everything mm. I wanted it to be. And then as I kept... I'm, I'm the type that has to touch every corner of an area that I'm exploring. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the wrong way to play this, but I can't help myself. And I have fallen madly out of love with it. I don't enjoy exploring. It just feels like the number of Pokemon in each area is too small with how big they are. I don't mm. really feel like there's a purpose to having big open areas. Like the desert is just a big old desert. Um, I don't enjoy the new Star Street or the big oh, battles. The team Star. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm just. There's less and less that I'm enjoying about it. But like. There's still a part of me that's like, when I get through everything and I can start my collecting brain, I'm sure I'll yep, turn around. Yep. But it's just getting to that point that's tough. I, I only have like four gym badges. I'm I'm struggling. But that's that's where I'm at right now. What about you, Guest? Yeah, this was an interesting one for sure because uh, Scarlet and Violet presented a slew of 
other issues that weren't necessarily just content. Like this game had so many technical problems more than yeah. I, pe- people had their issues with sword and shield post launch talking about the trees and Dexit and all that stuff. But the game functioned as a game. Yeah. This game barely does that sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, and I think the biggest thing for me is I don't really I, like the visuals like, fine, whatever. They're not great. I don't necessarily have a big issue with that. I like the collection aspect of it as well. I like collecting Pokemon, I like seeing new forms. That's what I like about Pokemon. But the frame rate dips get me so much. It pulls me out of the experience. It's so jarring. It's so jarring to walk into an area and go from like like struggling 30s, maybe high 20 frames to just like 10 frames. And you're jumping on your ride Pokemon. It's like it's a picture show of your Pokemon flying through the sky. I enjoyed the game. I think that Good. they presented an interesting mechanic in the sense of it being open world and you can kind of go wherever you want unfortunately that also presented some some issues in the sense that yeah you can go anywhere you want but you're not going to be able to fight some of these pokemon because they're going to be incredibly strong which i think is an rpg thing if you Mm -hmm. if you travel into areas you're not supposed to go to you're going to get destroyed which happens in this game but having the three paths and the gyms and the titan fights and the star uh, the, the team star camps I thought presented an interesting interesting path in conversation in seeing how people tackled the game and where they traveled and what they did first especially because on the map it'll literally number from one to I, however many things there are it'll show you what you did when and I I've had a lot of cool conversations talking to people and seeing their thought processes of like oh, I did this gym first, or oh, I just fully explored, or I got all of the Titans so I can get all of the, the traversal capabilities and, and things like that. So, But ultimately, I've, I haven't finished it. I've finished all the things, and I have to do the Elite Four at this point. But I would say I've enjoyed my experience of the game. Good. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, I, th- I thought they were pretty good. I mean, definitely not perfect. They have a, a lot of issues. I, If anything, I just I didn't care at all for the, the Team Star bullshit. I thought it was just... Like, it was just there. Like, the story was kind of touching and cool, but, like, they could, they could have definitely done something different with that. I, I like... Or, I guess I, I also didn't care for the Titan Pokemon thing. I, I I did that all... I did all the Titan Pokemon first so I could get all the moves from the Traversal guy and go anywhere and do anything. I really liked that. I like the openness of the world, really. I, that, that feels like that's what the new Pokemon games should be. You know, I like being able to just go to the top of a mountain and look out and see, like, the entire ass island and all the other little tiny surrounding islands and be able to see all that and and then just jump down and you know go anywhere just without any loading screens or anything like that it does suck that it launched in i, I wouldn't say it's like unplayable but some parts the, the frame rate before. does dip super low and then the and yeah we've said this before i hate that the towns are just so boring they're all the towns oh, yeah we didn't talk exactly. about the towns yeah all yeah. the towns look so or, sad. I, I should say all the buildings in each town look exactly the same. Like like the gym leader buildings, for example, they're all the same. Nothing's different about them. But in like Sword and Shield, uh, there was like that one ice town where the yeah, uh, I couldn't explain it, but everything is just the same in, in Scarlet. Like I, I I'm yeah. sorry for interrupting, but like I don't even talk to people anywhere I go because I'm like nothing. I'm not getting it like any matter. flavor or any. Yeah, which is something that I did so much in other Pokemon games. You know, you'd go explore like a motel and you talk to people like, oh, this person gave me a choice band or this. But like you would have like interesting like NPCs that, you know, maybe didn't go anywhere. But 
I was not a in being an open world in being motivated to explore and kind of do every nook and cranny you can do. I was not motivated to explore and talk to any of these NPCs because they just I couldn't go into buildings. I couldn't talk to people. No, no one presented anything interesting for me. Yes. Yep. And I liked how uh, there was a lot of quality of life changes they made that made the game, I guess, a lot more playable than older games. Because for one, battles take place right there. You run yeah, into a Pokemon. That's cool. That's cool. Bam. I love that. Send them out and they're right there. And then the sometimes the camera was really weird, but most of the time you could click the right stick and it'd snap into the, into the perfect angle. But what? if you're in water, nope, that, that's not happening. But I also liked how when you're when you're in water, if you have a, a water type, they're actually swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Excellent. Quaxley, when he's in the water, he's just swimming like a little duck, kicking his little feet, and he's just chilling there. And he does that. That's cool. And then I like that yeah. the the sandwich making is really wonky, and I love doing that. Seeing if I can stack sixty bacon's without them falling, that's pretty cool. There's a lot that I like about the game, but there's also a lot that I don't like. But I, yeah. I had a pretty pretty good time with them. I think I would say if you want to. There's a lot of unique swimming animations for Pokemon. I would go and try them out. There's a while I didn't realize there were so many unique swimming animations for some yeah. of these Pokemon. I, I think our group therapy session has kind of helped me figure out what it is about <laughs> the Shield sh- sh- Violet that I don't like. Yeah. The wild area in Pokemon Shield was just like, here's a big open area with Pokemon to catch. And I'm like, sick. Love it. Whereas this one, it's like, everything's open, like how you get from place to place. Is like this. I remember walking through the desert and being like, I I wish this was just more of a, a path that I could go along. And I mean, there are paths, but like there's open areas too. Like if it's there, I got to go explore it. And I was like, shoot, am I like, that's how the games always were. And I always was looking forward to being open, but I literally just had the thought of like, I wish this was just a closed path. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's Scarlet and Violet. Should we, should we get to our six? Let's do it. Okay. I will say... I I looked at all of them beforehand and like low quality pictures. I'm really not a fan of too many of these new ones. Like they they are not hitting with me, but I still managed to find six. I really like Skeledirge as my starter. This yes. this was the first fire starter I've ever picked in any of the games. It finally really? happened. Interesting. It finally happened. And I really like Skeledirge. Fire Ghost is cool. He's a big old crocodile. Love it. Low kicks. I caught a low kicks randomly. Yes, I was like, hey, low kicks is cool. this guy's kind of cool. I, I like his uh, kicking stuff. I have a Palmo currently. I haven't evolved it, and I don't know how <laughs> or if that's going to happen. I haven't looked up evolutions for anyone, but I just like his – he's a fighting electric type, and he doesn't look like he'd be a fighting type, but I, yeah, I like really that. Cool. Espathra is a ostrich, but it's just a straight psychic type. I did not like its, its prior form, but then it evolved, and – and I really like how it looks, and it's it hits really hard with its psychic attacks. Um, I also want to say the models for the Pokemon are surprisingly really, really good. Based yeah, on they have like, a lot of like texture on yeah. them, which is interesting. Everything else in the game is runs poorly, but those models are crisp. Um, yeah, they are. I have a Tinkaton. Everyone loves Tinkaton. I don't have that much love for it, but I just I I think it's fun. It's, that's cool it's fun to have a little fairy with a big hammer it doesn't fit in the camera i don't know if either of you have had a tinker oh, it's but so it's so awkward i'm it, like how am i supposed to fight with this yeah thing? i i mean you can just fight like nor but i have to see it like you have to adjust the camera in the worst ways to be able to see it and then uh i don't have him on my team anymore but i really loved flamigo because it's just, it's just a flamingo yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just a flamingo that's a fighting type for no reason 
I wish it evolved, but it I, I hate that it doesn't have an evolved form. It really, does. it really does. I could not believe that it doesn't have an evolution, but I, I love the little flamingo. Your, your turn, guest? Yes, your turn. Yes, I... So I was, since the beginning of this, I was hashtag Quackpack from the beginning. I was like, oh, Quaxley's, Quaxley's going to be my guy. I'm going to go with Quaxley. Pick Quaxley. Evolved into Quaxwell. I ended up seeing the final evolution of Quaxley, and I was like, oh. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all right. It's nice. It's, it's eh. Quackwell For me, is, eh. it was the toes. I can't <laughs> with the weird, bulbous red toes. They're nasty. They're like plump and round i was like no not having that so i traded my quaxley for a fue coco and ha- ran the fue coco line like halfway yeah. through my my game instead so galadurge is hands down the best starter out of all three of them Agreed. super cool okay. fire ghost crocodile uh you has grown on me for sure but at the end of the day skeladurge is is the one i decided to go with and i think it's cool the other one i have on my team is a kilowattril i think kilowattril is a really cool bird pokemon in this game being electric flying i think is is a cool typing i like its design i think the black and the red uh, the red the black and the yellow uh aesthetic is really cool to look at a lot of people don't like it i loved toad's cool and toad's cruel i think oh, they're, they're so great cool. the first time i saw one running i was like um excuse me <laughs> run me like a vaudeville act or something like that i was like i love i love this little guy uh being ground in grass i thought was interesting also just like they're not regional forms but they're regional forms yeah. you know there there are paldean forms in this game but these aren't paldean forms which i thought was was weird and they're called something different than their yep. other pokemon they yeah. never i don't know i, I mean i, I haven't like beat the game one. but they never like elaborated like on that. basically because like they had perserker in a Oh, yeah. Right in Sword and Shield, and yeah, I like that right, far right. more than a lowland form. And then I had, I have a Tinkaton on my team. I think Tinkaton's great. I would rather have had Tinkaton have a better attack stat yes. and a less wild uh, signature move. Because Gigaton Hammer, 160 base power, has no negative side effects. Crazy, 100. percent But Tinkaton has such a low attack stat. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have rather had more attack and a less crazy signature move, but. I'm liking Tinkaton. I think it's designed as super cute and adorable. After that, I still, I'm running a Flamigo. I love Flamigo so much. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates on him. I know he like needs an evolution. It'd be cool if he had some more to him, but I, I'm loving it. I've, I've, I, he's like in the 70s on my team at this point. He's been killing it. Flamigo is incredibly fast and has a crazy high attack stat too. He gets access to uh, a lot of flying and fighting moves, but weirdly gets access to a lot of water type moves too. Oh. So I was trying to find, I'm trying to find one that has the uh, water terror type, so I can kind of boost some of those water type attacks if I'm in a situation where I'm battling something like fire type or rock type or whatever, and have my flamigo out. But I'm enjoying it. I love, I love flamigo. Flamigo is super cool. Agreed. And then I'm trying to think of my last one. Is that the last? One? Yeah. Oh, I'm running a Tatsugiri, the little sushi Pokemon. Uh, oh, Dragon and Water, which is an I didn't expect that typing to be for the little sushi, which I thought was interesting. No. But it's dynamic with the big whale Dondozo. They're dynamic together. I think is really cool. And it had it's been if you any of you've watched any of the the competitive Pokemon right now, that's what people have been running is Tatsugiri and Dondozo. Aaron, nice. take us to the finish line. Take all right. On. Well, I started with Quaxley, and I don't give a fuck at all about <laughs> Quackleball. But I, I do, I like Skeledurge and Meowskarata, and if I had the pick, I would pick Skeledurge, because it's just, it's a big flaming crocodile, and it's mm-hmm. like a skeleton crocodile, it's it's cool, I like it. After that, 
also pick Kilowatch Roll because it's mm-hmm. I, I think he's cool. I like this design and it's awesome. The one I had was Rev of Room because it's just a steel mm-hmm. poison car and I thought steel that was car. also cool. Yeah, I'm not. I was not expecting it to be steel poison either when I had first seen. It. I was like, oh, steel go like a Rotom kind of situation yeah, is yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, he's like a little hot rod, and I thought that was pretty sweet. And then Garganackle. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, but that's how I'm saying it. The big old Minecraft uh, gold oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I, think. I, I love this Pokemon so much because its naming convention is literally the scientific name it's for salt. It's really clever. And yep. ACL. I was like, wow, that's so clever. Yeah. I love it. And he's just so beefy and tough. And I, I Yeah, he's great. I love him. And then Bramplecast. That's <laughs> He's just... He's grass he's ghost. A tumbleweed. He's just tumbleweed, yeah, dude. But I love I him. Love he's him. So cool. He's so good. I love Bramblecast. And then Armor Rouge. Love mm, that guy. Nice. He's just the oh, was he fire ghost? No, sorry, fire psychic. And he's all about defense, whereas Cerulege is all about attack. But Armor Rouge is great, and I like him. And he's uh, like both him and Cerulege are like Mega Man bosses, but I like them. They're good. Wonderful. Yeah. So that is every Pokemon game and our favorite Pokemon in them. I, I just want to say, from talking through this, I, I guess for me, Pokemon is like the only game series that I've had my whole life. And it was just kind of really yeah. cool to talk to you guys and be able to like see like this is where I was at in life and this is what yeah. Pokemon was like for me. That That's really cool. You don't you don't get that too much. And and how we were all able to to have vastly different Pokemon that we liked and different experiences. It's, it just really speaks to how, how special, I guess, the Pokemon series is. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I love about this series is, is, is this, these kind of conversations specifically. I mean, you can have your qualms with the, the recent ones with its, with its issues. And I think in having these conversations and looking, reflecting on the past games, we can kind of see what these new ones are lacking like i didn't really think about the town thing until i was started thinking about sun and moon or sword and shield yeah, and looking yeah. at those and be like oh my gosh those were those were great compared to what we have right now like it feels like that's what i'm missing from this but in having those conversations we can kind of peel back the layers on maybe some of the reasons that some of these games are falling short but hopefully i think that the open world idea is is good i think it needs some more refining but i'm, I'm optimistic about the future of pokemon yes oh, yeah. absolutely oh for sure i I like they are willing to experiment sometimes wildly between games. I know a lot of people yeah. say that they're the same every time, but they are definitely not the same every time. Yeah, no, they're not. Any any last words for Pokemon from anyone? Nope, I've said all, all that I possibly could. That's it. There's nothing else to That's say it. about Pokemon. That's all she wrote. That's it. That's it. All right, so Aaron, what what oh, is shit. where is our topic next week? Let's go with difficult games. Or... Oh, okay. Ooh. That's that's a good one. That's yeah. It is a good one. I don't do good with difficult games, so we'll have varying viewpoints. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, if anyone is still listening, Aaron, where can they find us on social <laughs> media again? Yeah. So there's there's Facebook, Instagram, and then there's the three T's: Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr. We have a Patreon. Go to our website, superpodsaga.com. There's a donation section. You can. Give us a little bit of money on PayPal, and that'll help us a lot because these subscriptions start to add up. But that's just our own fault, I suppose. But yeah, our... excellent. And Jared, where <laughs> we, can we people are... find you? You can find me anywhere you find podcasts. Play along podcasts. Honestly, if you just Google "play along podcast" now, our link tree is kind of one of the first things that comes up. So you can go on there, check out our podcast, and all our socials are in that. All right, check that out. Check us out. Check 
check to check 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 it out have check a great day everything. everyone bye thanks for having me guys bye yeah, bye